Yo, what's up, party people? Tonight on Gravity Lab Radio, we have our uh, good buddy Felipe. Felipe, I've never actually known how to pronounce Vancelet, but it uh, is how it's spelled, so Vancelet. Felipe Vancelet has been an instructor at Spaceland Houston for a, a good little while now. Really have enjoyed his presence. Uh, absolute huge passion for teaching. The guy, the guy gets really excited. You can hear the energy in his voice, and you can see him come alive just a little bit more. He's a pretty vibrant guy in, a vibrant guy in, in general. But he really does have a huge passion for teaching. My goal was to have Felipe on the show at some point just to share a story, just to to get to know him better at the drop zone. We're busy working and we don't get to hang out as much. Um, Unfortunately, uh, this show, we get to say goodbye to Felipe. He is going back to Puerto Rico. He is a Puerto Rican. Uh, He is from Puerto Rico. I guess that's part of being Puerto Rican, isn't it? Uh, But anyways, Felipe is going back there to start his own drop zone. He is going there to promote skydiving and and to continue furthering the sport in his own home and in his own place. And that is such a cool opportunity. We wish the best of Felipe. So uh, tonight, I only not only get the chance to uh, spend a little personal time with Felipe, but I get to learn a little bit more about his future goals and future plans. So if you're a skydiver in Puerto Rico or you're ever out jumping that direction, there's going to be another drop zone around for you to check out get to know felipe this evening but tonight's gravity lab radio is brought to you by the rating center the ratingscenter.com ratings within us the ratingscenter.com we are a full-time rating school we offer coach courses uh canopy courses tandem courses and aff instructor courses we are based out of skydive spaceland houston but we uh, also service spaceland dallas and spaceland san marcos and we'll travel to just about any drop zone around if you want a course in your area and your neighborhood send us an email off at the ratingscenter.com. Our uh, business gal will take care of you, Katie Van Lowe. You'll get to know her a little bit later on. She'll be joining us on the show as well. Uh, but send her an email and she'll help get you set up. She'll help take care of things. But man, it's winter time where a lot of you are listening. A lot of your drop zones are slowing down and or shutting down for the winter. There's no better time to get ready for next season than this winter. Get those ratings, get them figured out, come down, visit us for a few weeks, and just have a good time. You want that AFF rating to start next season off with, you want that tandem rating, you're just wanting to get to the coach rating to get started, it doesn't matter, we can help you out. Looking for canopy coaching or canopy courses, we offer everything from basic courses to advanced coaching, uh, all the way up to big fat juicy turns. We do partner with a few other friends who uh, do things like uh, flocking uh, jumps and we'll be uh, bringing in Matt Leonard to do some of those camps, working with Nick. Uh, batch hosting a little bit of the high performance stuff and nick is the absolute top level coach uh he's been on the show before as well so no matter what you need you want that coach rating tandem rating you want to work on some basic canopy skills or you want to work on some high-end stuff hit us up office at the ratingscenter.com go to our website you can find us on instagram you can find us on uh, what's that uh, yeah facebook that thing it's dying man i'm old and i'm still on facebook but yeah give us a holler let us know and we'll take care of you until then enjoy our good friend mr felipe i'm the target of a meat missile going 150 miles an hour plus that got really <laughs> exciting all of a sudden I'm doing canopy safety. Um, I drive like an Asian, so I don't know if it's the most appropriate thing ever. I'm killing it. Utah, give me two. You're listening to Gravity Lab Radio, hosted by DJ Marvin and Nicholas Lott. Produced by Justin Grubbs. Have we talked about skydiving the whole time? It's a horrible idea. At this point in my life, so do I, so he won't do it, but he knows the story. We're driving down the driveway of the drop zone, about the length of Spaceland's driveway. 
And he's like, I want to try that. So I'm going to put the car, I'm going to put the truck in drive. I'm going right. to take my foot off the brake. Party people, we are live. <laughs> <laughs> bam, 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 What's bam. up, Miss Elsa? Good timing. <laughs> great, <laughs> great time to start. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Felipe, welcome <laughs> to the Nick, show, my friend. Thank you. What's happening? Chilling, man. So, uh, man, uh, gosh, I don't even know where to start with you. This, this, <laughs> this feels weird to start. Like, so usually the person in that chair, I don't know all that well. So there's like an intuitive question to ask because I, I'm digging. Yeah. But you're just a homie. So here we are. Yeah, we're here, man. Nice. So, it was a uh, fun day at work. How was today at work? It was good, man. I actually got to, you know, fly my chute. So I uh, did like two man tours. You got a new parachute, right? Yeah, what JFX two ninety four. That's sweet. Love it. Is there in fact a difference between the JFX and the JFX two? I have no clue. Me neither. <laughs> it looks nice. It it feels nice too. It flies it flies great. How many jumps do you have? I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> any uh, any guess? Uh, I guesstimated something when I got here, and it was about uh, either forty five hundred five thousand when I got here, and I've. Log my altimeter says thirteen fifteen, so I don't know. You had some military experience, right? Yeah, forty two static line jumps. Okay, so that that you were uh, well aware of that number. Yeah, 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 because small number shit. You only needed twelve to be a jump master in the army, and I went. Tw- twelve jumps make you a jump 12, master. Twelve jumps. Man, I've, I've seen some uh, well students with twelve jumps. That, the that school act like is a jump pretty master. hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The school is pretty hard, and the dropout rate is more than what people pass when so. you say the school is hard what do you mean as in uh graduating the course so in when you join the 82nd airborne division you need to become a jump master if you're a leader and this course you see people that have to get kicked out of the 82nd airborne division because they can't pass it and they'll go five six seven times and there are people like you and me like dude just hand and eye coordination and say the same thing i don't know so when they don't pass like what's causing them not to pass like just how we would not pass a student on a uh inspection of a gear jmpi of the gear or you make too many you get too many gigs on the plane too many safety issues on the plane like you don't grab here you don't grab there you don't give this check something you demerits and you're gone too many gigs on the plane yeah bro shit's fucking fun and it's insane (laughs) (laughs) how uh I get that that world of skydiving is probably pretty different than ours. Oh, hell yeah, man. Over What's there, it's just a long... Eight, eight hours for a jump. So what, what do you do for eight hours? Uh, you get inspected uh, three or four times. <laughs> you get JMPI, uh, yeah, jump master, pre-inspection, something like that. So for a new guy, how much is a new guy inspecting his gear compared to how much this jump master is taking care of his stuff? Man, I just I thought about SDP when you asked that question. Okay, we're talking about in the army. Yeah. Eighty second airborne. Yes. Fucking new guy. Fuck yeah. We know it's gonna be eight hours for this guy to make a jump. Yes. All these inspections are are gonna happen. Yes. Is it just the jump master who's doing those inspections or is or is this guy Pretty much, man. I mean, you know by the time what you're supposed to be looking at, but you're not supposed to touch a gear, don't touch it. Would Joe you? will not touch his don't touch it. Get your hands off that gear, high speed. <laughs> What's wait, what'd you call me? High speed. High speed. Yeah, that's what you call idiots. That's an idiot who's... Uh, <laughs> Fuck yeah. Bu- so when a tandem... Oh, I can... I like that. I'm sorry. You can, can say I whatever you want. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Yes. I like that name. Yeah. High speed. It, oh, man. Thinking. There's so many things so to say in the Army. It's so fun to when be When I a see a, a tandem student messing around with their harness, I'm going to say, take it easy, high speed. Yeah. And then you make them do knee benders because they got their parachute on and they got into like squats. Squats are knee benders. 
So you make them do knee benders in cadence. Count. One, two, three, one. Do you do ten? Okay, now sit down. Don't touch your gear. Do you remember like what it's like to do a gear check on that army gear? I can go through pretty much most of yeah, it, I me, think. Give me the gist. Oh, man, you start at the head, you start at the top, you uh, check the helmet, make sure no cut phrase. You know. Are we starting start. from the front? Yeah, you start in the front okay. of the person. You start in the front. Oh, man, you're right. I got to go all the way to the back. This is long. <laughs> Dude, I want to hear it. I, wanna, oh, I mean, God. I know what my gear check is like. I've done it a bunch. <laughs> Okay, I, I don't remember This is remember static everything. line, right? I don't remember everything. So you check the helmet first, you check the chin strap, and then you hit their uh, canopy release assemblies, which is their three ring. And their three rings sucked back when I jumped. I think they came up with something better. You check the, um, the canopy release assemblies, you come down uh, to the harness, so you check the harness, not twisted, you come to the chest strap, make sure all that shit's straight. And then you're on the reserve somehow in that waistband. And you got to check all that back there. There's a little pin that has to be bent down. So the reserve's in the front. Yes, the reserve's in the front. Yeah. You have a And the reserve, at first it started with a handle on the right, but then they're like, hey, how about if you mess up your right arm? So they brought it out in the middle. And it used to be pins, like straight pins with cables, and it turned to be pins with a lanyard when it came this way just to make it easier somehow. And that was spring-loaded just like our parachute. Did you have any, fr uh, yourself or any friends, go on a reserve ride with one of those? Not me, man. Um, <laughs> I can't remember a reserve, but when you said that, I remembered one day when uh, some people got drug across the drop zone. That was hilarious. That sounds awesome. Jumped. I yeah. like watching that now. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun watching people bounce. I don't know why, but I bounced also once. But, yeah, I'm here. Well, for those uh, those people that don't know you, uh, what what brought you here? What are you doing here in Houston? In Houston, well, man, uh, or Rocher, and however you want to look at it, Rocher and Spaceland. I look at it as Spaceland. Spaceland is uh, pretty badass. Uh, Francisco told me to come over. He said, "Hey, yo, man, there's an opening. You want a job?" And I said, "Yeah, let's do this." So, what was your interest? What did what did you hope to, to learn? Have happen when to came learn, in? man, to learn. I just needed to see what a drop, big drop zone, how it worked how it functions and how fun it really is. When you say learn, um, you're always open to input. You're always open to others, obviously learning to be a, a different or better instructor. Uh, but did you know your goals of one day opening a drop zone and, and no, learning? Man. Okay. Zero, zero. That so was no me. learning of the drop zone. No. Okay. No, me personally, myself, like better, better parachute skills, Better uh, STP. I like to teach, so I want. I wanted to see. You know, the program program is badass, and uh, and I wanted to do that a lot. And I thought I could do that here. And obviously, tandems. I was. I think I, I was pretty good at tandems, kind of already. So I just, you know, I know where that's the money at, and I needed to make money too. So it's hard to make a living as a full time skydiver without a tandem rating. Nick uh, does not have one, and I bet you he'd still agree it would be. Uh, Easier in some cases to have that tandem rating financially. I think for sure. I mean, <coughs> Manifest uh, here at Spaceland does a really good job. <laughs> I say here at Spaceland like we're there. Uh, <laughs> but here at Spaceland in Houston does a really good job of trying to balance the rotation sheet in the sense that they want to try and get everyone the same number of jumps by the end of the day. And uh, even with that effort, it's really common that tandem instructors have, have the most jumps. Yeah. And the most tips. And they get those uh, ALS fees if you're ready to drop something that charges them. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah, they add up. Yeah, they do. But they do. Life as a videographer can be tough. Mm. It's Pitching a hard knock pennies. life. 
Uh, I like it. That's dude, my favorite job. It's the funnest job. I know. It's for sure the funnest job. So great. The worst thing you can do is just mess up when you're talking to the person on the mic, really, and oh, your camera doesn't turn on. But besides that, it's <laughs> yeah, a good or time. you miss the video of someone's very first skydive of their entire <laughs> life. You yeah, do that. that's horrible. How many times have you had yeah. that happen? Oh man, I just, um, I, if I think about it, maybe it still fits in my hands, but uh, maybe not. Maybe how many how more. many video jumps do you have? If you had to guess, I know we're not good at logbooks. I don't know. Hundred, a thousand. Not less than a thousand, okay. for sure. I uh, less Nick, than how less many, than five hundred. How many do you have? How many tandem videos do I have? Yeah, a lot, like six thousand, I think. <laughs> <laughs> how many have you missed? Is there wood around here? Yeah, zero, zero. Oh, nice. It's uh, I've missed one. So when you said that many, I'm like, man, am, am I weird? But I'm also very weird and well, very maybe methodical. I counted what I was doing with Handycam too. I, yeah. I did. I'd I will. Be less worried let me that. let me not lie. I did have my memory card. Someone who was not a regular editor for us took my memory card and broke it as they were shoving it into the computer. Mm. And then I, that person did get a refund, and then I fixed the thing and taped it all back together, <gasps> plugged it into the recovery software and recovered the card, and then edited that video and sent it to the guy. And he Badass. got himself a refund and a way cooler video than he would have otherwise. Nice. Nick Lott. I love I, it. I actually remember that. Yeah. Uh, that's a long time ago now. It's been a while. Yeah. Badass. <laughs> yeah. But I have had cameras not work. Like I'm one of the few people that shoots with two two video yeah, cameras on my helmet. I've seen that. It's been uh I I think I would have missed two more in that in that same Man, time. cameras were so much more reliable when they were ginormous. Right? Isn't that so <laughs> crazy? <laughs> like the reason I have an effed up neck and can't film my left arm is because my camera was reliable. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, camera. I'm staring right at one of them. <laughs> Oh, but man. I did order that new GoPro 9 today. Pretty excited about it. Yeah. But it is so crazy when you look at that tiny little box. Like the quality of image that that little thing produces. Mind-blowing. Like, uh, dude, every time, like, so, I, you know, I have that nice Sony camera that you see me use on the ground a bunch. With the camera and the lens, it's $4,000 of, nice. of camera equipment right there. Jeez. And when I put that on my helmet and I jump with that and a GoPro 8 that's... Uh, <laughs> you know, $350 brand new, the GoPro looks better. <laughs> You're wow. like, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a little irritating. Yeah, like why even did I spend $4,000? The, the footage on, like, the red camera, which is a $20,000 camera, the footage, like, itself looks great. Like, the depth of it, the, like, the, the difference in the colors, uh, it looks really nice, but still, like, the, it's still got this, this chatter to it, the shake when you watch it at full speed. And I don't understand why they can't put whatever technology is in that tiny little GoPro, that itty bitty little thing. I don't know why they can't combine that with one of these nicer, bigger cameras and with those big lenses that are yeah. very expensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. make it look better. Yeah, and I'm sure that stuff's all coming. But uh, but man, those GoPros is just stupid. How good they look! What was the last camera you jumped as a videographer? Uh, back in mini DV tape days, mm-hmm. and it was a uh, that one sitting up there, that really big up one. Top? Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've been a videographer. Yeah, that looks like a yeah. handheld one. Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a large handheld one. Um, it's I I jumped <laughs> that with a, uh, a large sounds, one. Sounds borderline <laughs> sexual. Mechanical <laughs> SLR uh, camera with a lens. It was a pretty heavy rig. Um, so yeah, that that's actually not the helmet, but the last camera. So it's been a while. You miss it? No. 
No, like legit, dude. I, I was joking. I wasn't joking about how effed up my neck is and my shoulder and hands. It's Carrying that thing? Uh, no, my neck is. I've got a really jacked up neck, and I'm finding out recently it's worse than I thought it was, and I'm okay. But because of yeah. that nice little setup there. Yeah, no, my my neck X-rays don't look gorgeous, not one bit, man. I'm sorry, I laughed when you said that just now because I had a flashback of. Uh, Having a hard opening with that red camera, it's not awesome. It's not Dude, I got great. no like. I love the fact that you've jumped it. I love seeing the footage. I got zero jealous bone in my body. You nope. jumped that camera. It's not super not fun. One. Not one at all, man. It uh, imagine flying on your head with that rudder on top of it. It's awesome, <laughs> dude. It's uh, you get used to it, but man, you get strong mm. neck muscles when you fly with that on your head a lot. You can so. do a lot of neck exercises. Neck exercise. Neck exercise. <laughs> So what was the first thing you <laughs> pursued in skydiving, like working in skydiving? Camera. Yeah? <coughs> Camera. How many jumps did you have? Uh, I'm going to stop asking you that question. I yeah. can see that. I can see. <laughs> USPA, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they're Within not the standard, right? Yeah, we don't care, man. Yeah, not enough. 100 something. I yeah, I was about the same. I was probably 100, 120 jumps or something yeah. like that. Just stop and chasing. Man, I wish that someone would have uh, told me to get a better skill set before I started flying the camera because you know what dude i started editing videos basically my like my beginning of uh, interest in video and skydiving were the same thing because it was like man there's some cool shit up up here happening and i need to show it to other people so let's yeah, figure it out that's a lot of cool shit but like the first videos that i made it was just exits and openings because i yeah. was a terrible flyer of course i couldn't be there for anything else it's like yeah cool let's let's hold on to something fall out of the airplane <laughs> i'll use that part and then i'll cut to when my parachute opens because that's the next thing that's not me staring off into the sky really far away from the people i'm supposed to be jumping with oh man yeah it's not easy man it's not where did you start sports skydiving uh puerto rico for that, sure. that's home for you for the, for the folks home. that don't know that's home puerto rico so i'm not real the first date yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Hold it. How how just to to get political for a second? How do the Puerto Rican people feel about uh, on their, this last their, election? Their there was the over fifty percent that want statehood as of the last election. But how you know, how do you personally feel about that? I don't. Um, man, I really don't care. Either way, I think uh, <laughs> the Puerto Ricans can do it by themselves, and I believe the United States will also be an asset. Well, get out of my country. It's all right. Whatever. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> I think we give you guys more money than we receive, though. But Is that true? I have no idea. I believe so. In what way? Some numbers. Uh, just uh, in taxes and not personal taxes, but just uh, our economy with the way it feeds uh, the U.S. The yeah. only products we can receive are from Jacksonville by ship port. So everything comes through Jacksonville. And there's a law that doesn't allow us to trade with anybody else. So that holds us back, I think. Yeah, we're pretty good at developing those monopolies. You know it. USA. <laughs> USA. <laughs> I love the United States, man. I'm fucking this is the best place. So how how did you get started skydiving in Puerto Rico? Oh, man. Well, it was after uh, the Army. I was uh, started Hey, studying. Happy Veterans Day the other day, by the way. Thanks, man. Okay. <laughs> I hate that. I don't know what to say. I say thank you because yeah, it's the right thing you. to say, but it's like... I, I say thank you, but it's like I didn't do it for anybody but myself. That's know? fine. Dude, yeah. you did some... I mean... Yeah. <laughs> You did stuff that not all of us can do. Yeah, That's for sure. Any way you look at it. It's not that hard. It's just another job that you... Right place, right time, right uniform. And That's a lot right. more than a lot of my friends can do. <laughs> yeah, a lot of my <laughs> friends do. <laughs> we have the same friends, apparently. Actually, Blake asks, <laughs> ask Felipe if he's fed brownie. 
Hey, have you fed Brownie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I fed Brownie. Who's Brownie? Brownie like, is my dog. He's fed his dog. <laughs> yes, I fed my dog. It's a good roommate right there. <laughs> yes, he is. They yeah. feed her when I'm not around, so you they're the best know. roommates. There's Blazer and uh, Francisco, and we also have Chara. She's our our blunt roller. <laughs> She's your uh, official surrogate roommate. roommate. Dude, I was going to bring her in here, but she didn't want to be in here in the camera and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, we'll just present you as my personal brunt Do you even feel like roller. there are cameras <laughs> happening yeah. in here? And DJ, no, nah, man, I didn't. That doesn't feel like it, right? I'm yeah, no, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Keep so it pretty low-key. Yes, DJ. Uh, so what, what made you want to join the Army? Hmm. The Army. <laughs> uh, I basically just followed my brother and getting out of the... Getting out of the nowhere I was going and on that beach. And that beach was so great that you just can stay there for the rest of your life and not really do anything. Oh, you get sucked into paradise. Oh, man, yeah. Paradise is great. And I'm going, that's why I want to go back. But I want to go skydiving at home and paradise is freaking awesome. But y- your brother was in the Army before you. Yeah, he left to the Army. Uh, he joined the Army, sorry. Did yeah. he do uh, airborne stuff also? No, he uh, went, uh, as soon as that basic training, he went to Germany. He got a good station in Germany. He'd met a... Uh, he met his ex-wife now, right, and all that stuff, and uh, he had a great time. He loved it. And then he got out of the Army, and uh, before that, I got in. I didn't get to be in at the same time, same place with him, but I had a great time in the Army. So you're skydiving in the Army, some cra- uh, crazy Let's not jumps. call it skydiving. Let's We're just call it uh, parachuting. So you're parachuting in the Army. Yeah, well, Wh- I was a paratrooper. Where, where do you get the idea to do this for fun? Well, when I got out of the army, so I'm in Puerto Rico, I'm studying and stuff, and uh, I don't know, man. I just felt something was missing from the army. I just like it just didn't feel right. I thought I had, you know, the whole PTSD issues, and I was like, yeah, it's not that. I went to the hospital, like, no, do you're okay? I said, yeah, no, I'm okay. I just need something. And I thought about what made me happy in the army, and shooting guns and jumping out of planes was number one on that list. So you know, I went to the range, I shot guns. That was totally fun. I said, "All right, let's go do this jumping out of a plane." It's so ridiculous. I went to I went to Arecibo and I jumped, man, and it was great. And when I landed, I said, "Hey, man, how do I do this?" He said, "Show up tomorrow at seven. I'll be here at six. <laughs> and uh, that's it. So your first jump was a tandem. Yeah. My first, my first uh, free fall was a tandem for sure. In 182? Yeah, 182. 10-5. Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, whatever they to told nine. you, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was a great time, man. Do you think you're, uh, how, how did your experience of jumping out of airplanes transition? Were you composed in the door? How was exiting? Um, I, I was scared. I didn't want to feel the drop. And, uh, but I felt all right, man. Uh, Jason's badass. <laughs> that dude just inspires confidence. And he's like, let's do it. Just do what I say and you'll be all right. This is someone you still know? Yeah, man, Jason. Yeah, he's the DZO down at Extreme Divers. Oh, nice. Yeah. Great he's guy. Gotten a lot of our friends into skydiving, apparently. Oh, man, it's too man, many it, people. It, it, he's been in the sport forever. How long have they been there? Oh, man. Uh, 18, 19 years, 20 years probably already. Quite a while then. Yeah, Quite man, a while. he's been running the show for sure. That's also where the, uh, what's the name of the boogie there? It's the Puerto Rico boogie. Puerto Rico boogie, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It's where the Puerto Rico boogie's at. Yeah, and free, uh, fall, free Fall Festival. Okay. Puerto Rican Free Fall Festival. I hear just beautiful things. One day I've got to go to Puerto Rico in general. Um, you get into civilian skydiving, what about the sport drove you? What what about brought you back? What is it that that made skydiving make you happy? Man, just falling out of the 
this guy. I don't know what it is. It just felt feels good. Feels right. You're up there. You're having fun. And uh, your mind just works in a different level, I think. You know, you 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 find that what they call it, the flow. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you, I like it. It's like adrenaline. It's what it is. Holy shit, right? I don't know. So you show back up the next morning for your first jump course, I'm guessing? I don't think it was the next morning, but yes, yeah, yeah, I showed up as soon as he told me to show up. And how was that experience? Uh, learning. I love that he's, uh, he's a great instructor. He teaches... Uh, he teaches uh, the good, uh, what we call AFF, yeah, right? Uh, all eight jumps. Your seventh is a, is a hop and pop, and then the eighth is your graduation jump. But what about you as, as a student? You're an instructor now, and it's, it's easy. You see students who are just going through the motions you tell them to go through. You see students who are truly interested in learning and absorbing it like a sponge, and you see those who don't even listen at all. Mm-hmm. Which, how would you classify yourself? Oh, man, I was all in. All at sponge. Yeah. Listen to every word. Took it all in. I didn't perform to my 100% expectation, obviously, because when (laughs) they tell you to track, you think you're doing it, but of course you're not doing it, but you hold the position. But in my video, you do see he is behind me, and I believe he would have been next to me if I wasn't moving forward. So Yeah, you were tracking. Smoked him. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, I was a badass student. No, I fucking sucked, but I was all right. I I got scars from parachute and getting drugged across the DZ on gravel. (laughs) It's hilarious. There was blood on a pilot shoot for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> what what's the uh, what's the landing area like there? Uh, it's good, man. It's a big open area. Uh, it's a right hand pattern. The wind's always coming in from the east. If you ever get from the west, it's like in the evening when everything just shifts. But so it comes from over the water. Generally? No, uh, yes, some over the water, but mostly it's coming from uh, land. So Puerto Rico is pretty like oval shaped, rectangular. It's wide. I would say more like that pillar right there, bro. It's right here. Yep. Puerto Rico pillow. East to west That's long. One hundred by thirty-five. And, and where where is the drop zone on this penis pillow? Um up to uh, north and to your right, right there. There down where you first know where you mm-hmm. did the little mm-hmm. right there. A little there. more so center top of the, yeah, of the island. That's how to see where your index finger's at. And then which direction are the winds generally coming from? From the east. Okay, so they're coming up the beach this yeah, way. Yeah, and sometimes come off the top. A little bit off the ocean. What's the furthest over the ocean you've been when you've jumped? Oh, man, I don't know what the measurement was, but I was flying straight the whole time. (laughs) And I had like a 170, so I was lightly loaded. And I just made it in to make a nice little left hand on to the beach. You ever see anyone go swimming out there? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Terrifies me. That's so scary to me. Sharks. (laughs) No, I will drown. (laughs) I will drown. Fully, I no no survival. You would love me. the swoop pond, though. The swoop pond, their gates is where waves break. As long as you don't swoop while the waves breaking, <laughs> it looks epic. But I have seen at least two people get sucked by that wave into those rocks, <laughs> and it's not fun. It still oh, looks up into rocks. It looks badass. Yeah. I got a semi swoop picture, you know, with my one thirty five back in the day, but. Waves coming up in the back and stuff. It's awesome. That is epic because if oh, you yeah. mess up, you're going into rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hurts. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. No. You sound like you've flown into those rocks. I've, uh, I live in Puerto Rico. I've been in those rocks for different reasons. It's oh, the I beach, gotcha. man. It's the water. It's where, gotcha. where we like to hang out. Is that like the jetty? Or um, is that just like part of the beach? The I could the show you. It's like a just like a. It's 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 part of the beach. Okay. Yes, it is. But there is a rock formation 
that as the waves come through, it just creates a small little shallow pond where mm. families can gather and the waves are it's very protected. Gotcha. So even when the waves are strong, you can still chill out there, but you just can't get caught with that wave if you're swooping through it because gotcha. it's a wall of water. It hurts. I think the rocks hurt. The water probably <laughs> feels okay. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but the rocks have put you into. Dude, I'm always surprised by how strong a wave is. Like oh, every man. time I've ever walked into the ocean, it's like, oh yeah, here comes a wave. It'll and just pass like right by <laughs> me. Over. Yeah, and then it's like, oh cool, I'm swimming all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's not, so true. Not great. The first time that I, I was probably eight years old on a beach in San Diego digging a hole with my back to the ocean. Bad idea. Yeah, it knocked me. It knocked my face into the hole I was digging <laughs> real fast. Don't and, <laughs> and like eating sand is really great. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sand all in every <laughs> orifice. <laughs> Gross. All right, it. so we got Felipe through some tandems yeah. into seven seven AFF. or eight jumps of, of AFF. Yeah. How how long did this take for you to get through the, the student process? It was a couple months, I think. Okay. Just because of uh, weather and stuff. I think I did like a February. So it was uh, not the best weather for wind-wise. So he can send tandems all day, but just for students it wasn't. Ideal. So, so what what are the tandem wind limits like there? Uh, my personal limit. Every time we see it above twenty twenty one, that's it. Just because it's coming a little too turbulent on that side of the island. Okay. Yeah. So I pushed my limits up here in Spaceland. Just you know, well, because that's what badasses do, right? <laughs> you become one here, dude. <laughs> it's uh, it's not a completely fair statement because uh, have you been to Dallas? No. They have a lower wind limit than we do here in Houston because it's more turbulent. Yeah, uh, we it's have horrible, very man. clean. It's we have scary. flat land forever around here, mm-hmm. so it's and it's coming. Air. Yeah, when it comes from the south, it's yeah. fucking nice. Out of the north, we get we, we get more cautious. We get a little more mm-hmm. nervous. But uh, no, I, I east think and west. Oh my god, I love it. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> landing area that way. Yeah, it is. Hashtag space land spoiled. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'll get that load that, that loaded up at some point tonight. I was gonna say. Uh, so uh, w- then, what's the, what was the, your wind limit when you were learning? If they're, they're USPA fourteen, 14. man, you get out there with an anima- anemometer, and if it says fifteen, sixteen, you're not going up, just because of the turbulent, man. For even for a student if at that level, you shouldn't be going up. Did you get a chance to hang out on some weather holds through your student process? For sure, man. Uh, it's all that's what skydiving is about. That's what we lose here at Spaceland. And the teaching process that we're so spoiled here, man. It's insane. I love it. It's a great place. I want you to elaborate on that. What, what we lose at Spaceland. What do you mean? As in uh, skydiving is not just about, um, it's not like you're going to the arcade and just sticking the quarter and playing the game. You know, sometimes uh, there's a long line for that arcade and some days you don't play. You know, you just watch people play. And watching people play teaches you a lot. You can see, oh, that's how we did that level. Yeah, okay, I'm going to pass that next time I do it. And I guess that's how I relate it. I don't know. It's something about immersion in the sport. It, it's it's the community means so much more than the jump itself. Yeah, it, for sure, man. And the way it was run down there it was real close knit. That 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 you know, and it felt great. And that's what I needed at that moment. You know, we were talking about I was missing something, right? So that's I just felt right there in place and. Just fell in love, man. Back in love to what I like doing in the army. The army was so great. After those first few times, I remember yelling, the first thing I yelled, you're supposed to count, obviously, out of that plane to you. 1,000, 2,000, through the same thing I teach now. 
But yeah, I didn't say that. I said, Apuñeta, fuck shit. <laughs> Parachute open. I was like, oh man, okay. Look down. <sighs> yeah, okay. And the wind's going that way. And they tell you to pull on the other ones. And it landed so softly. I was like, oh, okay. That's not that this bad. This is military stuff? Yeah, man. Okay. These, these are jumping rounds in the military. Yeah, yeah. Jumping rounds, exactly. Those were round parachutes. Uh, T10 Charlies. Then they went to T10 Deltas. They had like some little toggles. And all they did. Is just turn your viewpoint, <laughs> but you kept going the same way. You got, you got to choose if you wanted to see the <laughs> yeah, crash coming. You or could not. see everybody is like, yep, yeah, but I'm still going that way. And, you know, whatever the wind. I don't want to watch the crash, or I do want to watch the crash. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a choice. Yeah. Um, as you go through the student program, you obviously are committed to being a skydiver. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, for sure. I wanted. To when go do it. you become a coach and an instructor? Uh, uh, all at the same time. Oh, that's legit. <laughs> I got my coach rating to when, get my instructor uh, rating. When I wanted to start working in the industry, I uh, went to uh, um, Z Hills there with Bram at mm-hmm. Skydive Ratings. And uh, he, I did the coach tandem and AFF all in like a two-week time period. I did the little, I stayed in a tent there. It was a great time, great, great learning. I learned a lot, and I learned that I was, wow, yeah, I'm not ready for this, but I still sent it, you know, that's what we do. I thought I had enough, and I, you know, I, I haven't died yet, so. Man, cool. I would, uh, I always encourage people separate your ratings, not necessarily coach to instructor, mm-hmm. but do a tandem or an AFF first, but I regularly see people do what you did, and uh, I just, t- and, and I think some people are very capable of it, but definitely, Focus on being better. Focus on learning. Yeah, focus on improvement. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, no matter no, what. I almost killed Bram, man. I came at him so hard. I, I was apologizing for like three days. <laughs> the whole world would have been better. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, how long did it take from you learning to skydive to you taking these courses? How much time passed? A couple years? Well, at yeah, least years, years. Uh, two, three, four years. And what I was in college, remember? That's right. I, I did yeah, the yeah. college experience. So great. Awesome. How was it being the older dude in college? Felt weird, but I still had so much fun. Dude, I uh, I feel like if I went to college when I was in my 30s, I would have gotten so much more out of it. Like, number one, I would oh, have actually definitely. ponied up and, and mm-hmm. did things I was supposed to do. And then I think I would have appreciated decisions I had to make in front of me. Mm-hmm. I think I would have had a lot more fun in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> the first year was a whole bunch of kids, but by the time you get to the end of the bachelor, there's already adults there, there, mm-hmm. and the kids. But it's just a better environment, I think. It's a little more pro. Yeah. When did you realize that you wanted to skydive full time, work in the sport? As you got the rating, that time frame. Yeah, it was the same time frame. I was graduating. I didn't. I didn't want to go be a mechanical engineer. <laughs> I didn't want to sit in an office and uh, just watch a computer screen i but thought that's I that's what you went to college for? that's what you studied this yeah man i got a bachelor's in uh mechanical engineering with a minor in aerospace technology <laughs> nice that sounds awesome <laughs> yeah that's dope <laughs> yeah man but i don't did, use it i, don't do I mean did you like imagine uh, a, a job when you when you went down that path yeah for sure nasa i'll go to space go to mars fuck yeah <laughs> but i'm fucking colorblind Oh, is that what that was? The it holds everything back, man. You're supposed to see colors. It helps you out, make decisions. Mm. I can't make those decisions. 
It, wh- when did you realize that you were colorblind? Uh, early. I was a kid, man. I was, uh, shit. Mom, I can't. I don't remember. My mom will tell you. <laughs> My <laughs> mom. Mom's not here. Like, where's mom at? <laughs> Is she spying on us? Did you bring uh, your mother? No, um, it was early, man. Oh, they, oh, man. Yeah, there's a story. Go for it. Oh, Hit my. me. Joe the Lion. <laughs> Joe the Lion was, uh, so we had to draw a book, and it was preposition. So over, under, across, through. So you had to pick an animal, and you had to pick uh, certain prepositions, and those places the Joe the Lion was going to go over, under, through. So Joe the, Lion, Joe the Lion went through the woods. Joe the Lion went over the river. Joe the Lion went through the grass. I changed it. I don't fucking remember right. But all these. So then you had to draw it. So after you made the the, the sentences, you know, they corrected the sentence. Then you put it in a little book. And so I drew the book. Uh, you draw it all. And then you draw it one day. And then the next day, you're supposed to put the color in. You're supposed to draw all the stuff. And well, that day, Felipe wasn't the best kid in whatever grade I was. And I was sent to the corner. So when everybody picked out the Crayolas, I always picked out the Crayolas be- with the ones with the papers because I could read the color. And I knew I already, I was, I already kind of knew I didn't know colors. I just didn't know it was a thing. And I would always grab the box with the, the paper so I can see blue, purple, and what to put on. And yeah, so I had to pick up the little bowl with the Crayolas that didn't have the papers anymore, you know. <laughs> so I, I just went for it. So I started, you know, Joe the Lion, his mane... The trees, the the, the, the the trunk, the the river, the sky. Joe became the psychedelic line, didn't he? <laughs> yes. oh, oh, man. I, I got, yeah, when, well, man, I wish I had mom. that thing. Yeah, mom. <laughs> where is that thing? Uh, so, yeah, they called me in. They said, yeah, we got to talk to you about your uh, report, you know. I said, okay, you're in second grade. I don't know. It's normal, right? So they're talking to me, hey, so look, why, why is Joe the Lion? Yeah, so cool, over, under, across. You said did such a great job. Say, thank you. Uh, why why did you th- use these colors? They look so nice. And I'm like, well, yeah, the sky's blue, you know, the sun's yellow, and leaves are green, you know. And they're like, yeah, that's, that's and that apparently I had not done that. <laughs> apparently, like, the leaves were brown, the bark was green, the sky was purple, the... I don't know, man. I mean, that sounds close. Close enough. Fuck it. Well, Send for it. me, it was exactly the way it's supposed to look. So. <laughs> yeah. And what and about then, creativity? Yeah. yeah. Well, then they took me and they they this, like these Ishara charts. You look at them. If you see the number. And if you don't see the number, and there's like 14 of them. And, well, I don't see the freaking numbers. So. Mm. I I've see like that. one or two numbers. And the other day, somebody bought me then chroma sunglasses. That was pretty cool. Thank you, Taylor. Taylor, she freaking oh bought gosh. me some. That's so cool. How was that? Uh, nothing. Sorry. No? Uh. Did you get the second pair, the different style? Yep. Sorry. Same nothing. thing. Mm. I, I can't. That doesn't matter. But it doesn't bother me, man. It's like it's I not a thing it. for me. It's not. It's it's really I don't mind not seeing the colors you don't see. I just the only thing when it messes me up is like when sweet people say, hey, yeah, go to the blue car. And I'm like, oh. Just tell me Honda Civic, uh, you know, say, you know, something More else description. <laughs> other than colors. But yeah. everybody's used to using colors because it's so easy for you, you know, because, oh, yeah, the red thing, the, the red thing, the blue thing, the green thing. But I don't pay so attention to that because it doesn't 
I can't fuck it. Yeah. When it comes shit. to our student mains, they're color coded. Uh oh. Can you tell Felipe's not an effective instructor? <laughs> no, you're a great instructor. I think you know how I feel about that. I ask questions, man. I don't know. I ask okay. the other instructors yes, around me. I okay. say, hey, man, is that, is that mine? Yeah. Which is the radio? You can ask Aaron. Aaron, yeah. thank you, Aaron. She put little things yeah. on the straps where there's a G, there's a R, there's a Beautiful, B. Man. Oh, my God. It's perfect. I love no, it. Dude, my I got style. Yeah. The fact that you ask for Aaron. help is what other instructors. It's so annoying that instructors don't ask each other for help no i gotta do man i gotta keep yeah. my people safe you know he's up there because yeah. i inspired confidence right so let's bring him all the way home yeah man i uh i've only recently found out you're colorblind and it was just till now that i was like man because some people have different levels of colorblindness yeah and some definitely. people can survive and they have very little issues i'm a survivor you uh <laughs> you have a lot more colorblindness than my average colorblind friend by the signs of it uh, yeah i don't know yeah. man it's ah, dude right. it's all good Abs. Yeah, so you become an instructor. What is it that says FME, F, F being an engineer and working in aerospace and NASA, besides colorblindness, and says, I want to sky, I want to teach people skydive. What, what's a change of heart? What drives it? I don't know, man. I think I just like teaching people to do something that's so fun for me. And I like teaching. My mom used to be a teacher, so I think I just got something from that. And I don't know, man. This is a crazy world. Uh, we, we've I mean, we've all had our conversations about skydiving, why we do it, what it's how it's helped us out. We're, you know, just it makes me feel good, man. And I like to give that feeling to other people. And when I see it happen in them, it just makes me happy. And then I can be happy too because I'm also flying my freaking parachute. <laughs> so when you when you came here, was there a th- uh, so you, you worked as an instructor for how long before you came to Space Lab? Uh What was it, three, four years? Okay, and is that, that's Tandem and AFF because you did both, tandem both courses? Tandem and AFF, yes. Okay. Yeah. So whatever, Tandem, whatever AFF showed up, yes. So when uh, that tone... Oh, and video. I did do video. I was doing video. You, you were doing all three in Puerto Rico. Fuck yeah. When, when that Tonto Francisco talked you into coming here. Yes, Tonto. W- was there uh, any uh, particular part of that skill set you hoped to sharpen the most? Yeah, and the the teaching and the and the flying with the camera. Okay, so teaching was the, was the biggest interest for you. Yeah, man, I wanted to be better at not having people spin in front of me. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so you've done more AFF here than you did in Puerto Rico. Then? Yes, yes, okay. yes. I think uh, double the numbers. And and what do you think's changed in your process the most? It's a longer process here. So do you think that that means more preparation or is it just a longer process? It means better skydivers. So more more preparation. The the time's being invested. Yes. In Regardless of how it's invested, it's invested with an instructor 16 jumps. You you need it. I mean, I'm not going to say USP is wrong for doing the 7 because the 7 it works I think financially I, I for, seven. for yeah, we most of us learn. You learn at 7? Yeah, DJ yeah, how many how many jumps do you do? 7. Yeah, the hop yeah. and pop is seven, and number eight is your graduation jump. You really already skydived. My eighth was a three-way. No. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody would have jumped, but I think there was a tandem on board, so you know yeah. there was nobody else. So let's do it. But what about if you compare your skill set at 25 jumps? I suck to someone ass, that has 25 oh jumps that comes from God. space land. Space land. If they come from space land, I. You still talk to them, but I believe they have a lot more knowledge and a lot more experience than I had when I was 25. Jump. Jump. Like, oh my God, yeah. Do you remember the first time you totally ruined a skydive that you'd feel like you weren't, like that you were going to do well on? I think it was chasing tandems. 
Like I thought I was gonna be there. I thought I was gonna be there, and then it's like jump number seven, and I'm still not there. Jump number twelve, I'm still not there. It's like, whoa, I really suck at this. You're sinking out. Uh, I just couldn't get close. Just couldn't be there. I couldn't be there. How many jumps did you have when you chased your first tandem? Hundred and twenty for me. Uh, sub, if it makes you feel better. Sub two hundred. Yeah. Sub two hundred. I don't know. I had hundred and twenty jumps when I chased my first tandem, and that was my first real moment of like. This is harder than I thought it was. Oh, man. I at insane. least I at so least difficult. touched the drogue though. So I mean, oh, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. There's no. a difference. I didn't dance with the drogue until later on. I don't know if I don't know if touch the drogue or ran into the drogue is a more <laughs> appropriate term. I didn't really run into it because as I saw the drogue coming to me, I was lucky enough to reach out to stop it and cause myself to backslide. So unintentionally, I stopped myself. Uh, yeah, dude, as many as you want, buddy. Have, I just don't it. know if this is going to... I got to take this off for a second. Yeah, yeah, take it uh, take it off. You're, uh, you're fine. You can hear mic me. Mic check. Mic check. It's still there. <laughs> so <laughs> what, what sort of briefing did you get before chasing this tandem, the 120 jumps? Oh, dude, it was pretty minimal. Um, it was pretty decent uh, considering the day and age. Um, it was actually under a lot of, uh, this is 1937. No, no, it's 1998. <laughs> it's 1998. And, uh, th- they put a lot of thought into it. It was definitely like, man, not a, the best idea. You don't have a lot of experience. Um, I was natural in free fall. Um, I, I not saying I was good. I'm saying I was natural. Um, as a young jumper, one of the instructors involved was like, yeah, he does pretty good for his jump numbers, which was just such a horrible justification. I'm <laughs> super nice guy. I think he was trying to be nice to He me. does all right for someone who's supposed to suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> for 120 <laughs> jumps, he's not bad. Like, uh, great. <laughs> um, I, I, the briefing was pretty, uh, I would say it was a truncated version of what is proper today. So I think it was reasonable. But I just. You remember it? Uh, don't be above us or below us. Uh, only dock on us. Something like that, yeah. which is the the f- that's half of the current briefing. So that's what I remember too. Don't fly above me. Don't fly below me. And if you're gonna dock, dock with them. Yep. I was yeah. like, okay, I'll yeah. try. Yeah. <laughs> they admitted after we landed uh, that they never thought I had a chance of even coming close, which is why they let me on the skydive. Um, I explained to them that I accidentally touched the drogue. Like, oh, I'm so scared. I pushed out, and I literally pushed against the drogue. Yeah, so what, at what point in the jump does this happen? Oh, my, probably mid-free fall. So at that point, I have enough time. <laughs> so this isn't like you caught a drogue as it was inflating? <laughs> no, it was inflated. I was far away. I dived down to the pair. I kind of get fixated on the drogue because that's really neat, and I was never told anything about this big thing in the sky behind them. Like, <laughs> so I was kind of checking it out as I dove at it. I'm not like... <laughs> yeah, target. Hey, they're holding a balloon. Who brought a balloon? I mean, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm just an idiot at this point. Um, uh, I, I bounce off of it, and part of bouncing off of it was actually a blessing to me because at this point I start backsliding because I freak out. And my feet go on my butt, not intentionally. I just start backsliding, which drops plenty of altitude, and mm-hmm. now I'm on level at some point, super far away from them, and uh, I slowly approach and maybe get 50 feet before I have to uh, turn and track, track with angry air bunnies. That's probably not the prettiest track either. So not the, uh, yeah, so when you say oh, all these safety, ah, dude, I own every mistake I've made on the show. Well, yeah. I got no problem admitting that stuff, man. That's, it's, please learn from my mistakes, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my first. So how was your first tandem chase experience? Yeah, no, I didn't get there, obviously. <laughs> I, don't even th- I don't even think I saw them. I just knew like, okay, they're over there. Yeah. I'm going to stay over here now. 
I'm I, not going to try that again. I had about 700 jumps the second time I chased a tandem, and wow. I was actually able to sell a video. I actually kept trying. That's what it was. I just, yeah. Yeah. I think it was more like we needed it too. It's a small drop zone. There wasn't like much. So it's like, hey, man, start chasing me. So I was trying to kill my girlfriend at the time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get anybody to skydive. I just didn't know that many people when I moved back to Puerto Rico. Man, I loved taking people out for their first tandem. Yeah. I, I was just one of those that would never shut up about it. <laughs> Any Anything I was doing, I was talking about going skydiving this weekend, and oh, it's the greatest thing in the whole world, and you got to come do it. Man, I must have brought like 20 people out my first my yeah. first year out there. Yeah, but uh, you, you didn't have a lot of friends that were willing to give it a shot? Or you just didn't have any friends? <laughs> yeah, I I'm now. a fucking loser, bro. <laughs> like I moved back to Puerto Rico. I moved back to San Juan, and I'm originally from Cabo Rojo. So we're back to the pillow. I'm originally from <laughs> Back that to the southwest corner down there. Okay, we're on this side of the pillow. That's for Felipe's from. Okay. Back back country. How how wide is this pillow? One hundred by thirty five. Thirty five miles. One hundred wide. Oh, okay. Thirty five high. That's tiny. Yeah, it is, man. We're proud of it. Simple twenty cinco. One hundred by thirty five. That's crazy. It is. So I'm from down here. And then when I moved back, I moved back to the metropolitan area, which is San Juan, up here on the north, uh, north or east. Top center of the pillow. How many people live Top on third. this pillow? Yeah, on this pillow, uh, four million, I think. Now. Oh, okay, 3. all right, yeah, that's okay, that's pretty million, good. Something like that. It's pretty densely populated. Yeah, I mean, especially the the San Juan area. I didn't it's, realize that. It's packed. I've looked. I've looked into going to Puerto Traffic Rico on multiple sucks. occasions, but I've never realized it's that big. Yeah, that's why you got to get out the city when you come visit. I have a really important question to ask about Puerto Rico. Do it. How are the senoritas? You know it, man. If, <laughs> if, if, if you Google the perfect you know human it. being, you're going to get Puerto Rican. So Is that true? I'm Google, Googling it. Google it. The perfect human being. It's a Berkeley study. Should be the first thing that comes up. <laughs> this is not this a is joke this at this point. Like I, this is. I, oh shit! <laughs> this is human being a Puerto Rican. There you go. She brought it up. I'm telling oh. you, man. It's is this like people manipulated Google because mm. you can do that? Oh or shit! Or is this like actually? Really? It's not even just one. There's like four, five, six. There's like a bunch. Of Trying to tell you, man. Yeah. So if the seniors, the senoritas are just the same. And it's you based on DNA. Perfect. So it's not even like this face shape and blah, blah, blah. It's that's, a DNA. That's I, pretty neat. I've known quite a few Puerto Ricans in my life, and I would just like strongly argue these facts. What? Like you don't like <laughs> their no, attitude? No, no, I'm just talking about hey, Puerto Rican friends. But the Puerto Rican but the Puerto Rican we're so great because it's just we're from extreme to extreme. We we're just the best and the 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 worst. It's the best. I love it. Because you can't have boring is on the same level, right? If everybody's like uh, I don't know, I think of Norway. So everybody's like just you know, level. <laughs> oh right, where they're all kind of related. Yeah, yeah. So and then but in Puerto Rico it's just such <laughs> it's a mix like of explosion of song music and just festivities that it's just it's, oh my god it's great yeah i, I can't wait that. to get back you know the last time i was invo- invited to puerto rico mm-hmm. was w- from francisco and he went and that's when the, the earthquake happened man that was in the pillow okay. <laughs> <laughs> where out on the pillow was the earthquake <laughs> down here <laughs> the <laughs> south part the like south part right here <laughs> yes so that's the south part and that whole pillow you see how it's inflated in the middle so is puerto rico it has a big mountain mountains are. range okay, yeah great. so it didn't cross those mountains it didn't it cross the mountains so you didn't feel shit in the north well you did but it wasn't 
It wasn't as scary as the media, our great media portrays. The North had no problem with, um, like, power. Oh, we always have problems with power. That's just a thing in Puerto Rico. Power and water goes out just because it's an island. I don't know. I think that's an island thing. Okay. So sure. Maria was yeah. the the really bad hurricane. The latest, yeah. Yeah. I guess a few, what, three, three years, four three years. Three years? Maybe, yeah. I, I've heard that there are places that are still not recovered from that. There will always be places from every hurricane that's never going to recover just because some people get forgotten, man. It really sucks. Like there was a guy from George that still didn't have power and he was complaining in Maria now. Hey, look, and now it's Maria and I still don't have power. And this guy didn't have George. George was in 98. Oh it's weird. I'm, so I'm telling you, it's extremes, man. We have Lamet. San Juan is like, you know, high fashion, royalty, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But then we have people literally who live in that middle hump that have never gone to the beach. And they can see it from their balcony and they just never go down there. Such weird dynamic. It's great. I love it. Hmm. Best beach on Puerto Rico. Where is it? Excuse me? Best beach in the island of Puerto Rico? Southwest. Southwest Puerto Rico. You got to talk about. Bouye, Combate, Boquerón, and then you go to Juanica to the south where is, you got is the... There, f- is there a Bougaron beach? Bougaron. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the beach you want to go to. That's where to. I did know it. He remembered. What, what is... You what am I? Right? Or like Bougaron. It's similar to Mama Bicho. I'm lost. Mama Bicho. You don't remember saying that? No. Oh, Mama Huevo. Mama Huevo. Ah, it's because Huevo and Bicho is kind of still es describing the, the same. Yeah, yeah, for you, for sure. So it's Mama Huevo and Bugarrón. And yeah, Pato in Puerto Rico, too. That's a word. And it's where the gentlemen go to see the other gentlemen. Yes. In Nick's spare time in the video room, he learned Spanish. Yeah. I've seen Spanish lessons on that board more than once. Well, see, I think what interests me the most is like we have lots of friends from different Latin areas, yeah. right? And words that Puerto Ricans use, and words mm-hmm. that Chileans use, and words that Venezuelans use. Like, it's the same word and with totally different meanings. Yeah, like bicho. Bicho in Puerto Rico means a cock, and in uh, Mexico it means a bug. Kill that bicho. Or, you know, and and in Venezuela, in Puerto Rico it's like, <laughs> <laughs> why is he going to smack the cock? But the, the Venezuelans say bichito. Uh-huh, bichito. Like, like a little bug is what you're actually saying, but it's a word that they would be like, hey, dude, hey, buddy, hey, hey man, what's up? Hey, bichito. So, and they're saying like, little penis. Yeah, they are saying, li- they're calling you a little, p- a little penis. Yeah, it's weird. So do you guys have to, like, explain yourselves a lot? Spanish? When when you're interacting with other people from different Um, places? When we know there's an accent, we just laugh and go with it, probably. Oh, yeah, like, I don't know what they're trying to like. (laughs) 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 You're funny. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? I do do that same thing without understanding English. Totally. Totally. Me too. Uh-huh. That's what I do to Hank all the time. It's fun. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) You do that to Hank as well? What? Nothing. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I was talking about like different accents in in English. You know? No, just even if it's someone that I know well and they see a thing, they say something that I don't understand. Just like, like yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they I get it. Dude, I get it. Man, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just say you got a gringo friend. Yeah. Who's gonna come visit Puerto Rico? You're gonna have so much fun. What are we definitely gonna do while we're there? Um, we will be going to a beach. Definitely, we All will right. be doing some hiking and tropical rainforest type stuff so you will see waterfalls and some beachos no doubt 
uh, the, yeah, I'll show you one every now and then you need it. And um, I was talking about the food. the bugs in the we're rainforest. Gonna eat food. We're gonna eat bugs unless you want to eat bugs. It's not a no. We're gonna see delicacy. bugs in the rainforest. Not yes, dicks. yes, come you on. will. Yes, you will. You should see mosquitoes. People who come for vacation usually have more problems with mosquitoes. I don't necessarily have a problem as much because Elvin was asking me about it the other day. Oh, I thought it was just a white devil thing. Also. <laughs> you're not from the island. You're a white devil. <laughs> even if you're even if you're Chinese like yeah, Elvin. Yeah, everybody's a white devil. Perfect. If you're not from the island. This makes sense. Yeah. And there's a difference in the island if you're from the San Juan area mm-hmm. or you're from the island. Like if you're not from the San Juan area, well I guess that's meets something. The metropolitan is like saying New York City, I guess. Or you're from like New York State. Mm-hmm. And all the other counties I guess don't count. So I, I'm not understanding. Is it looks? Is it frowned upon to be from San Juan? From the island, because you're like from the country, like. Uh, so the people in San Juan look at everyone else like the hillbillies. Okay. I yes, guess. there you go, hillbillies. That's a better. Yeah, we're a hill. Oh, I'm from a hillbilly. I'm from the furthest. That's why my accent is even worse than Cisco's in Spanish. Sometimes I roll. I'm so lazy when I talk. But your English is better than his, so here we are in America. <laughs> That's not go. really setting a high standard. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cisco, we're not supposed to be. Yeah. We're not going to bum him out on this. Yeah. Love you, Cisco. Yeah, we love you, Long bro. time. I'm here because of him, so yeah. Thank you. Oh, I thought Chara dropped you off. Ch- Chara and Brockton <laughs> picked me up at the airport. That was the first two people I met. Is that, that really? Yeah. That's awesome, man. I miss Brockton. He's a great dude. Yeah, I was he gonna is say I'm like, dude. wait, Brockton's in town right now. <laughs> nah, he's he's out there listening. Brockton, what's up, yo? Say hi to Panchita. One of the things that I'm gonna go backwards to the conversation you you uh, said that you like is you like teaching. You have a passion for sharing. You have a passion for teaching. And something that stood out to me right away about you is you are a very passionate teacher. You enjoy every bit of it, man. Um, some days, sometimes a student will get on your nerves, all of us. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it's been interesting because I, I've i gotten to know you more and more over time, and I've actually watched a student get on your nerves, not in front of the student, but the student was walking in, and you took the moment just to vent to me, just friends, just like, let me get it out. <laughs> and as soon as you saw the student, you were this nice, positive, upbeat dude with negative information, and you really did such a friendly, passionate, nice job. I actually watched that debrief a little bit because <laughs> – not I was worried about you. I was yeah. curious to see how you did it. How do you keep that passion and how do you keep that? He yells at him in the door. Are you ready to skydive? <laughs> no, no. Climb out. That's how he like Ready. <laughs> Dude, it's awesome. Dude, when someone, when there's a student who just needs to have the law laid down to him. Yeah, you see that military training come right out of Felipe. And not in a bad way, like in a great job of you know the people that need to hear it that way. And man, yeah. you, you deliver. It's great. It probably yeah. amps them up. It would amp it, me it, up. I always get good feedback from that yeah like i've never gotten negative feedback from me yelling at a guy to how to walk him through out of the plane some yeah. people need it man it's crazy That's we're awesome. jumping out of planes yeah god isn't that insane yeah dude i love when you it just think about it real objectively of like okay i'm gonna get in this little metal tube and we're gonna take this metal tube off from the ground and go way <laughs> up in the sky where there's very little air <laughs> and then we're gonna jump out and then we're gonna plummet towards <laughs> the planet 
and try to hold hands. Not attached. Yeah, we're not attached <laughs> to anything. Hands. Here we are wearing our magic backpacks. Mm, it's gonna work. It's yeah. gonna do it. Oh, I can't believe how often it works. Oh, it's crazy. It. And then you got to change them and to make them go faster and do funner things. It's so great. It's kind of where we started about that fast, faster new parachute that you're flying. Yeah, I love it. Oh my god. How long you been flying that thing? Uh, month or two. What canopy were you flying when you showed up? Because it was different. It's than that. a Katana 120. It's a real worn out, real old <laughs> thing that didn't respond to much. It's a good canopy originally, but when it's any canopy worn out, it just doesn't respond as well anymore. It's tired. It's tired. Yeah, man. And I just wasn't getting what I needed out of it, as in performance wise either. Like it just doesn't, sometimes it just fails on a flare. And I'm like, yo, what's up with you? So I finally bought something that uh, is high performance, and I think after uh, all these years of jumping, I, I can handle it, and so far it's been fun. I'm not trying to do no crazy SUs, man. 90s are my thing. That's it. I mean, I don't need a 270. I learned my lesson in that pond already. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I love... Like, so we used to be able to do bigger turns up front in Spaceland, yeah. and it was a bit of controversy when we changed those rules to, to do a 90s only. Because you know it is part of the group member pledge for USPA that you will separate high performance landings from all other landings. Okay. So that's why we changed the our landing areas to follow those rules. And uh, you know when when we first started doing 90s, we all sucked at them, right? Because we were all used to doing our, our bigger turns. Yeah. So it just kind of became this fun game of like how much can you get out of a 90? Like I didn't like when we went from 270s to 90s, I couldn't do any freestyle stuff. I couldn't like. Man, you're I, just so I just sucked. I just sucked at it. Badass shit and in front of that hangar, man. It's insane. Well, it's and a, with, it's with a good a place to fall down. And that's what I try to tell but, some people, man. But that's that's what's so cool about it is like it, man. It forces when you when you're only able to do a ninety, you're gonna figure out how to you, get the yeah, most you can get exactly. out of that ninety to uh, to spice it up as much as possible to have some fun. Before I screw this up, did your girlfriend send me something from Simple Fresh or something? That like sounds that? like a move she would make. Um, she has not answered my direct message to her. Something about HelloFresh. I got an email from them. It's supposed to take action. Sam gave me something from them. Yeah, she's trying to give you some some food from them. Okay, she's so nice. this is not a like my. I'm gonna. No, I have I have a nice girlfriend. Sweet man. All right, I sent her a message and asked her, and she didn't answer because she's stupid. Where, where did you send her this message? Uh, Facebook. Yeah, she, I don't think she's been on Facebook. Well, I mean, she she's been off social media for maybe a year and a half now. Yeah, I don't have which her I, I envy, and I, I wish I could do it. <laughs> but it's hard. But uh, Jimmy Wynn. We were at uh, at lunch once, and Jimmy, uh, this was when Jimmy was not on social media. He said, yeah, I haven't been doing Instagram or Facebook. I just got off of it, and I feel better. And she went, okay. And then, <laughs> and then hasn't logged on to it since. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, I, uh, you know, when I think about it, I don't think of someone who has, like, uh, like resolve to, to do something, but she sure, <laughs> yeah, she does. Like, I, I couldn't just quit it like that, you know? I mean, part of it is... You know, with with Spaceland and stuff we do for LB, and it's like I have an obligation to look at some stuff. But man, do I throw away time when I'm done doing the things I'm obligated to do? It's like, yeah, well, let's look at this thing, and oh, so and so did this and did that, and it's then ah, such a waste. I recommend the book called Digital Minimalism. I have that book it's on so <laughs> on this device that's going to tell me <laughs> on to a pay digital less device. Less yeah, pay less attention the to the yeah. device. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I. Uh, I've actually gotten better at social media. Nick and I do a couple of different things with social media for work. And I was really interested in minimizing my time on social media. I can't I completely separate it because of 
the rating center and Gravity Lab radios. But like I, I could spend less personal time on it. And when I uh, decided to take on these other social media opportunities, I was like, you know what? I will only get on it for work now. And that's not 100% true. I probably check here and there for personal stuff. Um, I do check Twitter a little bit more. Um, than I don't any. even have one of those. Yeah, I, you neither. Yeah. I had it for like a second. Man, MMA, gaming, <laughs> like cars, something. Guys I follow, they just put some good stuff on Twitter. I don't know why. Um, but I, I, I don't check social media like I used to at all. It's great. Unfortunately, the accounts that we handle uh, have a lot of exposure to skydiving. So just by being on accounts that I need yeah. to manage, I get to see all the skydiving stuff I need to see. It's the best and, part. And uh, I, I, I don't I think deal that's with what the much book from there. Was the favorite, my favorite part about the book was um, being intentional. So that's exactly right, right? Like, like use word. it for what you want to do and then like be intentional with getting off. See, you know what still bothers me about that? Even if you're being responsible about the way that you're using it, you're still relying on other people to use it irresponsibly <laughs> for your <laughs> intentional exactly actions right. to be effective. I'm to, like, counting on it. Have blinders, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm banking on it, man. But one of my favorite parts about, you know, these these accounts that are shared that, you know, that other people also manage is you know what they're looking at because you go to like the search page yes. and you see what I people have been like. <laughs> yeah. Someone's got a thing for sexy girls and roller skates. I don't know who it <laughs> is. <laughs> so oh that has God. been, <laughs> so that I've wondered this thing because since we've taken LB over, it has nonstop been CrossFit girls and you know, I've it's got amazing. thing for CrossFit girls. So I've been like, I've mm. always assumed you started it. I'm like, this works out for me. You know what's funny? I, I bet I bet if I open up my Instagram right now and go to that search thing, you'll see more jacked looking dudes than girls, which I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> like what? Nutrition? But, fitness? Yeah, something. I don't know. Definitely. Bugarron. Dude, like I almost never open my personal Instagram What's crap. that beach called again? Uh, Boqueron. Boqueron. It's a good beach. Boqueron. 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 What is yeah. it? does that mean? Something in English? No, it means uh, something in uh, the original Puerto Ricans. It's a Taino word. It's oh, the Indian. Taino. Original. Yeah, like I don't know what the hell it means exactly, but it's like that indigenous. Beach. Yeah, indigenous. There cool. you go. Oh yeah, we were talking about my potential trip to Puerto Rico. That is. Okay, so beaches, waterfalls, waterfalls, food, rainforest. Yeah, there's no uh, what, diet, bro. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go there on yeah. a diet. That doesn't make any sense. What uh, Puerto Rican food? What are we gonna have? Uh, plantains. Dude, have you been mm. to Tex Chick, the the Puerto Rican joint that's here in the city? No. Man, it's real good. I've been to a little ghetto spot that was good. Like it it's was a like little a ghetto corner spot. hole. That yeah. You just sit. Did Cisco There's only there? one table, and yeah, I loved it. That was great. I, it might be, Do you know the name of it? It oh, might be the same I'm place. I'm horrible with names. I'm gonna find. I I bet it's the same place. Yeah, Cisco, yo, Texas. Was it that place? You remember Antonio? Did you know him? Area? Yeah. 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 For he, sure, man. He He's took cool. me there the first time. And, uh, you know, he was, I was just a random white guy in the corner not doing anything. He spoke and ordered food ordered and everything food, else. Yeah. yeah. Got it. And I think that that's, uh, that's how I found out about it. And then told, told Cisco. Yeah, dude, Order I love plantains. Dude, okay. I love uh, like Puerto Rican plantains and Cuban plantains, yeah, man. Yeah. God, it's so good. They know how to mix that in there. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite, favorite dish? Uh, with plantains? Yeah. With anything. Puerto Rican food. Uh, Puerto Rican food, just uh, seafood and the plantains, man. The plantains are potato. We can do everything with them, mash them, fry them, stew them. When you when you see plantains on a plate, what do you see? Is it like the the mound that's like like mashed and then fried? That's like mashed potatoes. That's what I see there. That, that's how you like it? Mm, uh, not necessarily. I usually like it fried. 
yeah. with like tostones, like mashed. So I can sometimes they're crunchier than others. God, I'm getting hungry. Mm-hmm. Those sound really good. <laughs> My dad would just make it like in the oven, just like bake. Yeah, a bake full y- one. if they do. Oh, yeah, that works mm-hmm. too. Was it sweet? Because there's also yes. sweet plantains. Yeah, and then we would he would put something on it. Yeah, uh, mayo ketchup. And just eat the mayo ketchup is mayonnaise and ketchup, dude. I don't know if you know this, but Utah is the other like another place yes, that does. They the call same it thing. the they call it fry sauce. sauce. Fry sauce. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I've had What's fry sauce, and it's it's mayo ketchup. What's mofongo? Mofongo. Rita? That's mashed plantains. You okay. want my mofongo? What mofongo, Rita? Yeah, yeah, that's what she wants. That's what she wants. I give you some <laughs> mofongo if you come to Puerto Rico, Rita. <laughs> so come to Puerto Rico. We keep talking about Puerto Rico. Yes. Um. <clears throat> For me, I've I've been interested in having you on the show for a while, and one of my interests has Thanks. always been I I don't get to know people as well at the drop zone. Uh, you're busy, I'm busy. We don't <laughs> live on the same plane very often, right? No, man, we're you're very uh, separated doing you what we do. TRC stuff going on, and uh, you've always been like every interaction that we use always good. It's nice. I'm like, man, it'd be a good time to sit down and get to mm-hmm. hang out and chill with you. And the first time I really get to do it, it's to say goodbye. It really <laughs> is kind of sucks because now. This yeah. it, it, it's a double hit on the show because now you, you're going to Puerto Rico and I'm really curious about that. Like, what motivated you? You're opening a drop zone. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Congratulations or thank condolences. You, yeah, scared as fuck. <laughs> a drop zone manager nah. sitting to my right will probably tell you the condolences yeah, part very quickly. He's like you dummy, what are you doing? No, <laughs> <it's gonna be laughs> I think you'll Dude, do well with it. It's a mixed bag. There's, yeah, I mean, you know, I think um, like when I eat food that I made. Mm-hmm. It's a lot oh, more yeah. rewarding. Yes, it is. Uh, I haven't sure. I haven't grown a lot of food and I haven't killed a lot of food, but the areas that I've had my hands in those same spots, it's like you enjoy it on another level. Yes. I so I'm that. sure that when you have full part in cultivating this thing, that everything that happens there is going to be more meaningful to you. I hope so. Even the parts that are less fun, I think you'll get more uh, satisfaction out of tackling those problems. Yeah, less fun doesn't. I like work. Like You're a half full glass kind of guy, and I think that's a, a big difference. Like it, it, every, the problems are going to be there no matter what. Yeah, it's how definitely. You deal it's with a issues. freaking drop zone, man. Yeah. And you're pretty easy going when it comes to problems. Like I saw you stressed last week a little bit, talked to you a little bit stressed, and mm-hmm. even how you were ready to dismiss that stress was nice. Uh, you were definitely dealing with it. it was obvious. Um, Oh, yeah, I just remembered that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Western Union sucks. Don't use that service ever. Dude, Western Union sucks. Their service should really be amazing. Should be because they've been doing it longer than anybody else, right, but they're fucking doing, They've been doing it forever. Dude, I could send Ridiculous. you $5 right now via PayPal, Apple Pay, Dude, Facebook, Venmo, you can send Facebook. me money, man. Dude, I, I just have bet you money, money right, by the way. Yeah, it's like it's, it's so easy, and yeah, Western so Union sucks. But they should be selling their service, right? Like yeah, they just they existed the before this convenient technology existed. Right, so they're like, mm, and the, and but they're they're in the technology. They have an app, but it, the app still is. It just sucks. And they suck. It's so hard to send money with these guys. The last it's time I used Western Union, they were great. I'm also not going to tell you how long ago that was. Yeah, I'm but sure things have changed. Yeah, they suck. Or not, apparently. Yeah, somebody likes <laughs> them. Well, they they changed. do it. Better no, they than changed. I they do. were good 15 years oh, ago. They were good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everybody used Western Union, but then it just they they like everything needs to evolve and change and get better. You can't stick with the same shit because. 
you get stuck, man. You got to move. You got to. That's life. It's physics. It's everything. It's if you're not moving, you're not alive, right? Stagnant Period. water. Yeah. That's it. You, you got to keep moving, 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 moving. Because else, when you stop, well, you know, that's the end of the game. Hopefully, there's another one. Who knows? So, what brings you to being a DZO? How did this come to fruition? Mm. Wow. Well, um, uh, it's more like I just don't want to go back all to the same, I guess, right? You know, I want to, if I'm going to bust my ass, I'm going to bust my ass for myself and and to grow the sport of skydiving in Puerto Rico. So, it's more about doing it your way, not necessarily against anybody else, but doing your thing, moving forward with your... Yeah, your me as a person. Yeah. Me, Felipe, making decisions as a grown man and making my life something. When did you decide a drop zone was what you wanted to <laughs> do? COVID, the 2020 pandemic, man. Uh, you just got too much time to sit around, do drugs and nothing else. Your mind opens up. I think that's what happened. And I just started to uh, think what the hell I want to do. And I want to go home and I want to skydive. And I didn't believe I was going to do that at the current drop zones. And I couldn't think of any other way that I wouldn't feel upset about skydiving. And I want to be happy. And skydiving makes me happy. And I don't see any other way that I could do that just without doing it myself, making it happen. And over the last few months, you've worked hard at putting together some... Yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. It's it's crazy, scary trying to put uh, something together that doesn't exist and trying to make other people believe in that same idea that doesn't exist and m- turning it into reality. I don't know. Where's the drop zone gonna be located? Here next. Here's a pillow. Oh my cow! Grab the pillow. <laughs> so uh, it's on the east side, middle. Yeah, right there exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How far from the beach? Um, the uh, man, same jump run. You can land on that beach. If you go too far down jump run, you will land in that beach. Nobody ever land in the water because the wind is coming directly on shore breeze. Yeah, exactly. If you land in the water, it's because you were you had a you're an idiot. Well, I mean, I was an idiot too because I've landed off in that airport, <laughs> but I didn't land close to the ocean. We landed in the the dump. Well, what do you call that? Uh, proper name for a dump. Dump San Juan. Dump. Oh, <laughs> nice. Sorry, I'm just trying to be nice, on your side. Nice. Nice. <laughs> You're like, I remember this. <laughs> oh, well, um, dumpster. Yeah. Um, whatever, oh, yeah. Dumpster. Uh, garbage like where dumpster. they where they bury the garbage. Yeah, they make a big uh, mountain. Oh, the landfill. Dump. Yeah, landfill. 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 Thank dump. you. So I landed on top of landfill. El Mel Cabrera, that joker, he landed up there with me. We yeah. are the dumpster divers. Nice. Sound, <laughs> sound, sounded like your uh, landing was real garbage. Oh, definitely, oh, bro. And you don't man. smell it until your feet touch the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine it exactly that horrible. So, oh. so from your spot, jump runs towards the ocean. Yes. And if you get out real long, you're getting out over the ocean. Yeah, and that's totally okay. You always make uh, it back. I'm not going to be last out when I come to visit. Dude, it's going to be a small aircraft. It's oh, yeah. It's going to be a big okay. aircraft. 182? Uh, I have a 206 nice. I've uh, been dealing with so Stationary. far. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's a... Uh, you model? Passenger I think model? it's a yeah, P, P206. So uh, door's under the wing. Yes, the okay. door is under the wing. So a U-model. It doesn't model, have that sold-off stuff. That's, the, that's a U-model. Yeah, it doesn't have okay. that stuff. I don't know what the difference is. There's a a, a door, a sold-off. The U-model has uh, like a caravan door where you can pull it up, a roll-up door. Mm-hmm. But it's at the tail? But it's at the tail. And then 
the other model, the model I'm looking at, it's just like a Cessna 182. Like 182, yep. The door opens up right next to the pilot, yeah. I've got about 700 jumps out of a 206. Oh, that's all I got, man. I got 4,000 out of that. Yeah, it's, a it's insane. I love it. I don't, I don't miss it, but I do. Mm. Man, you know, those long rides to altitude can get boring, but sometimes they were enjoyable. Mm. Like, dude, you cannot get a good nap in an otter. Space land spoiled. <laughs> Man, I don't know how many long summer days oh in Indiana. God, yeah. The ride to Naps altitude as a video sure. guy. I'll take a 15-minute snooze and be mm-hmm. okay. You still I'm got good. another five minutes yeah. to get ready. Yeah, for sure. I used to lay under the instrument panel and grab the yoke because we didn't take the whole stick out. We tennis balled the thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I would watch the horizon behind the tail and actually try to fly the plane mm-hmm. that way. Well, just stupid human tricks, man. Having fun, for sure. Yeah, dude. I do, I do uh, as you said, man, I love Spaceland. But the family, man, the the community that yeah, when it's culture. a small drop zone like that, you know, when it's SS and a drop zone, it's like you're saying, you know, it's just uh, it's a different ride up to altitude. Yeah. You leasing the plane? Did you buy a plane? Oh man, we haven't made that decision yet. That's coming up here in a couple of weeks, so you know, good luck. Some fact, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. that's what we need. It is, man. Planes, they're uh, yeah, they're expensive, but you know, uh, I, when they work, it's fun. We get to jump out of them. Have you seen these turbine two oh sixes they have? Uh, tur- yeah, uh, yes, but it's very expensive. Yeah, they're putting like I think PT sixes in them. Yeah, yeah, and it's insane. Imagine a uh, small two oh six climbing like the Otter, mm-hmm. like a caravan. Yeah. Just, just goes, man. It's crazy. One tandem on there, you're probably <laughs> up in six minutes, five minutes. Ridiculous. <laughs> Don't have time. Um, it seats five people. The two oh six. It'll seat six if everybody's fit. Yeah. You know, if you got fat people in there, five. Five of Hanks or six well, of us. Good thing it's not in Texas. <laughs> yes. Mm. Slash. America. Back to the perfect human being part. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you uh, do you I'm plan posting on this article by the way? Do you, you have a weight limit? Two forty. Two forty. Yeah. That's gonna unless be dro- Cisco wants to do something else, but I don't want more than two forty. Man, that was our all drop zones weight limit. It was, uh, it's actually two thirty, and taking a two hundred thirty pound dude out the door of a Cessna. Is one thing, but when they're a butterball of a human being, tough, oh man. man, it's tough when they can't yeah. bend them knees. We did a few 182 days there as well, and uh, I don't miss shoving big people out of small holes. It's not fun. that's not the yeah, that's, I guess that's the bad part about having a small aircraft, yeah. but you know, it's a good time, it's it is, it, it's it's it, and it's how, um, what do we want to say, 99 or 90% of drops don't start off with the one little Cessna, right? That's how the world of skydiving really works. It's our roots. We try to tell space land spoil people you don't know what you really have here. <laughs> That's what I yeah. was trying to go with what people lose, you know. That whole attitude of skydiving is not just show up and stick the coin and play. There's so much more to the connections you make and then and, and, and the fun you have not skydiving and then the fun you have skydiving, you know, and the learning, obviously. I just, it just amazes me that it's nonstop here. It's like... Yeah, it's nonstop, and I haven't learned half of it. I'm not even less than that. <laughs> so, uh, Puerto Rico, what's the tourism like there? I guess I mean that uh, in the There's sense of more tourists than locals. So, will, will most of your business be tourism? No, nope, it's backwards, man. It's it's a weird thing that uh, the locals are the ones that jump. That's uh, man, I could say eighty, ninety percent locals. That's what it is. I don't remember jumping. Too many gringos, you know. The gringos showed up sometimes, but it wasn't our business. Our business is Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans. But, you know, maybe 
tap into that somehow. Who knows? Goddamn gringos. They ruin everything, don't yeah, they? Yeah, freaking gringos. God, white people, am I right? <laughs> Bro, but you would have so much fun in Puerto Rico. It just You can't take Come on, Elsa. You know what I'm talking though. about. <laughs> Let's take this room over right now. Elsa would like Puerto Rico, too. They'd love you down there. I would love it down there. <laughs> I would. Well, now I, I th- now I'm, I can come and visit you guys. You I think go. most oh, places she love goes, it. they'd love her down there. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> down there. Oh, shut up. No, yeah. I wasn't going all that dirty. I just meant it as a down there reference. Yeah, Puerto Rico, down, down south. Down south. Yeah. Um, uh, the drop zone, are you on a public airport, private airport? What it's a uh, Humacao Regional Airport. Yeah, it's a public airport. They and just renovated it. What do you have for facilities there? Zero zip, nothing. You're how, I'm what still dealing with that, you know, local government stuff issues. Are you uh, hoping and planning and being in the building? Yeah, yeah, we we plan on uh, once we get uh, that uh, situation fixed uh, with the actual leasing of the property, then yeah, we'll set something up there, have something where the can the plane can hide in case of just normal weather stuff, and have an office, have a packing room, have stuff like that, have an STP area. So planning on having a, uh, I, I couldn't imagine. Not at first, man. It's all going to be tandems at first, man. We got to we gotta make those numbers work Wait, first. Wait, I thought you said Cisco was going to be part of this. He is, oh. and, and <laughs> him and me are part of it, and we got to toss a whole bunch shit. of drugs. Yeah, we got to toss a whole bunch of drugs <laughs> to make sure that uh, everything looks the way it's supposed to, and if that's happening, then we start making phone calls and trying to seek help. It also found uh, financially is a smart foundation. It's man, that's the way I think about it. I'm broke, yeah. man. I'm starting this broke, so it's not like I. Not just for you, but for the whole business. It is uh, tandems are one of the higher profit margin parts of our business. It is. Uh, f- we're very I blessed in Spaceland that. that we don't bump fun jumpers for tandems, but at your own oh, drop zone, oh, yeah, if you get bumped for tandems, it does suck. <laughs> Hopefully your DZO can find a balance, but those tandems are what keep turbines flying. And, that, and that's why I'm. That's why I'm starting with. Strictly tandems, and of course, fungus can show up, but I don't have an STP yet, so or AFF. So once call we call your do, program, whatever you want. Yeah, man. I know, yeah. but uh, I'm, you know, I'm trying to imitate what works. So Spaceland works. I can imitate we, as much as possible. That's we imitated work. Roger Nelson and Scott out of Chicago. Uh, he had a huge influence of Steve Boyd. Uh, and I'm not saying that to disrespect Spaceland System because I'm a huge part of it. Dude, I love it's it. Badass. But there are a lot of great schools, and I, th- I think it's awesome that um, I, n- I know Steve feels, feels very strongly about this. The fact that he can and Spaceland can uh, um, affect such a large part of the sport by seeing other people carry on schools like it. So it is super awesome. It's a great example, it man. It's uh, you see that we were talking about it earlier. You know, the type of skydiver I was at 25. Jumps versus a skydiver 25 here. They're, they're licensed here automatically. I didn't get my B license until I went to go to the coach. I got my A license because I don't even remember. I was like, ah, let me get it because that's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. But then I didn't get any other type of paper until I was like, man, I need to work in this. How do I work in this? I got to get this. So I took the B test, the C test, the D test, the AFF test, the tandem test. What oh a my pain God. in oh the God. D-hole. Talk about a lot of learning. It just shoved down a, like a fire hose down my throat, nose, and ears. But, you know, I survived. Thank you, Bram. But, man, sorry I didn't hurt you. But, I mean, sorry I hurt you. <laughs> um, oh, man, I, I lost my brain there for a second. Yeah, yeah. Incent. It's too much. It's a lot. You shouldn't do it that way. You shouldn't do it that way. You should take your time just like dj said earlier you know you need to be able to assimilate this information it's some people it comes naturally i see some naturals that's super wow it's 
I'm not natural. I need I need the yelling. I need the left, right, left. I need the one, two, three, four. And, I, and then I can mold that into whatever I want to turn it into, spit it out again. I think it's funny because I hear you say that the structure and the left, right, and, and whatnot. But one of the things I've watched you do is not be that way with students. You're actually yeah. really good at not being that way with students. Yeah. Um, and I think on the, I don't think I've seen that level of intensity come out of you on the ground. I think that uh, on the ground you're super calm, you're collected, you're clear in the in the way that you communicate with people, you're patient. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that loud, you know, bossing someone around, I think that it comes out in the plane for the people that. That need to hear it, right? And that's exactly I, yeah. it. You adapt. and I do it for you guys too. Now that you like it, dude, so. I love it. Especially it when I have that student, so I make sure I look back and say, "Listen, <laughs> here it comes." I like how you <laughs> adapt, though. Like, then that was what you were saying, Nick. Is you don't do it for every student, no, because you know what students do and don't need. And I think that's one of the things that make you a great teacher is you pay attention to your audience. You pay attention to your 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 uh, student. We just need to all try to be better at whatever we do and. If you have some type of that mentality, you're probably going to do all right. So you're going to go back home. you got a 206 rolling. You're going to throw tandems as much as you can. Oh, you got to yeah. put a foundation down. Yeah, yeah. Fun jumpers are welcome. Yes. Come, please, please. I love you guys. Please also understand that if they have a busy day of tandems, they've got to Yeah, they know me. how it rolls. They know me. Good. So And the new ones will get to know me. Ideally, you want to start a student program. Yes, for sure. In your ideal world, how soon will you start that? A year? Man, hell no. February, January. Yes. So you're, you're ready to hit the ground running yeah, and working hard. Yeah, yeah. We're just waiting on what everybody needs who's broke. Yeah. And if we get it, it starts off running the way I want it. You know, hard work, have fun, sweat, but it's going to be all right. I, I don't know how Nick feels about this next conversation. Uh, I think I'll be right because he never complains about you. No, um, I do. I hear about. I, I know who is and isn't doing great at work because I talk to Nick a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, him and I are both great sounding boards. Him and myself, Stephen, we constantly communicate with each other. Not to necessarily complain, but it's like, hey man, Nick, I feel this way it's about communication, Felipe. man. It's he's communication. Like, Why do you feel that way? Because oh, I'm an a asshole. Piece of shit. No, that's right. <laughs> no. It's a bugarrón. But they make we make each other think. <laughs> um, one of the things I know about you is you work hard. You're actually one of my straight go tos for for uh, Spaceland. You know this. If if one of the guys who works for the rating center and works for Spaceland needs to run a course, I arrange their days off by contacting people like you. And I like uh, to work, man, dude. I, you I are. It. I'm afraid to ask you because I don't want to overwork you, but you make it very clear. No. Like, keep asking, bro. Yeah, especially now until I go home, I'm gonna work. Yeah, they're. Uh, <laughs> I ask the rating center guys Unless to cover each other first. After that, you're the first person on the list. Thanks, man. There actually is a written list of who to contact because Katie's taking my job, uh-huh. and uh, I, yeah, behind the scenes, Katie Van Lowe is actually uh, our administrative assistant. She's such a badass. Dude, she's a beast, man. Let's keep talking about Katie. Van Were we Lowe. talking about her? That was <laughs> that yes, just we before were. the show. Yeah, before the show. Before yeah, the show. Air. Oh, boo, not Katie. She's well, she is badass. She's awesome. Yes. Dude, the, the girl's a stud. I yeah. want to ride with her. <laughs> Sounds hey, awesome. girl, how you doing? Yeah. Does, does, is it, <laughs> Alex is it, took a ride today. Is it public knowledge what she's going through this week? Uh, Tan, of course. Yeah. Uh, it is now. Well, spilled the beans just then. <laughs> Boom, <laughs> sorry. I was trying to be subtle. <laughs> I, I don't mind saying that one. So Katie Van Lowe is taking a tandem course this week. She just finished today. Yes. Alex the Glopper was her 10th jump. Bam, 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 um, bam. She's got a tandem rating now. 
She's a su- super, super badass. She is. Um, bow, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> she's been jumping for 10 years, known her all those 10 years. She started here as a student. Uh, so strong. She recently joined our team in admin assistant, so she's doing scheduling. Basically, all my desk work she's doing or she's taking on. Badass. There's a lot of learning for her. Um, so she can do tandems. Do some computer work. Do tandems. Do some computer work. Depending That's on the day, she'll do more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Francisco told me once, man, Spaceland doesn't create badass skydivers. Spaceland creates badass instructors. Uh, and I took that for. I was like, man, you're right. This is a machine. They go from nothing to instructors. You know, I think Spaceland provides opportunity for anyone who's looking to do anything other than just sit there and wait for their name to pop up on the board. You know, yes. it's a big place. There's tons of stuff that, yes. that you could be doing. It, I mean, you can you can think about the people that you see at the drop zone and the people who haven't progressed and about their attitude when they're not on the load. Yeah. I don't think, think about the people that you've seen grow and what they're doing when they're not on that plane doing a work jump. They're probably doing something else. Mm-hmm. Do you know the, have you, Nick is a manager. I don't know if you've heard the words, what's next inside Spaceland Management. What's next? I think it's a dead, uh, not necessarily a dead thought process, but a dead set of words. Uh, for a while, we were driving, and I say we, I I've, I've work a lot with Spaceland, uh, driving the What's Next program. Because I did my first tandem. Well, what's next? Well, I did my first jump course. Oh, well, yeah, there's what's a, next? a video that uh, I edited titled What's Next that goes out on every flash drive. I forgot that. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got my license. What's next? A mentor program. I got, I'm done mentoring. What's next? This organizing stuff. It's I nonstop, wanted, man. What's this next? Is, place is a machine. <laughs> and it's been a high focus of Spaceland and, and uh, of giving people the opportunity. Because why do all our friends quit skydiving? Because they don't know what to do. They found it boring. They found it too easy because they weren't ever challenged or pushed to the next Man, level. Anyone thinks that skydiving is too easy. <laughs> Jesus. You haven't looked very hard. God, either. I'm so bad at it. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I can see at some drop zones, them seeing that because there's no nothing challenging them out there. There's nothing to, yeah. to show. I have plenty of students not come back for whatever reason. Yeah. You know? I wish I knew. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, get, I mean, I guess I get the tandem deal of like, you know, everyone describes it as this bucket list item. Because mm-hmm. I mean, when I thought about skydiving, I thought it was going to be a one and done thing. Like, yeah, I jumped out of an airplane. How fucking crazy is that? <laughs> See what, you know, yeah. what's yeah. next in the sense of what's next on the list of life, not what's next in skydiving. Yeah. Right. But uh, man, it sure, sure grabbed me. But uh, yeah, I, I see that intention for sure at the at the drop zone of, hey, what how can we keep people engaged? How can we keep them learning? How can we keep them, uh, you know, becoming the next generation of <laughs> Katie Van Lowe's? Awesome. Katie, badass. Man, it's it's so great. Her her boyfriend, Alex DeGlopper, he is... Uh, he's been stu- he's gone through our program. Too. I've seen a few yeah. videos of that joker doing some Man, crazy that, shit. that stupid uh, white Chinese feller. Yeah. <laughs> Legolas. Uh, good packet, uh, too. Elvin Way is his name. Uh-huh. Legolas Elvin. is the elf from. We love you. I love, love Lord Legolas. of the Rings. He kind of. So li- it's no. a good nerd like joke, it. and my nerd friends love it. Hang on, I'm missing it. Legolas. Is oh, an Elvin elf. is the race of. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was talking about Elvin Way. Yes. He said, yeah. So we love him long time. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what we're talking about. But he's just making a Lord of the Rings joke uh, because it, if you're an elf, nerd. which is a I species, love yes, Elvin. Yes, I got it. Perfect. He's a prick. Oh, I get it now. Okay. Okay, so (laughs) Stephen says Stephen Palacios. Stephen Palacios, student. Hey, man, we got some homework. If he's available 
for two STP jumps tomorrow. Two, I'm available for STP jumps every he, day. He's available bro. for Boom. 22 <laughs> STP jumps tomorrow. Yeah, we can do as many as you want. I, it's get the, Ask Felipe to jump, and he's like, dude, let's go. Let's do it. I did two mentors today with Taylor. She did badass, too. That was fun. So you want to start a student program in yeah. February if, if you can, as yeah. soon as you can. Yeah. Um, you want fun jumpers. A 206 Definitely. is not enough of a plane. No, it's not, man. But, you know, you got to have something. You got to start with something. So so do you see a bigger plane, not necessarily on a timeline, but would you like to grow? Yes. How big would you like to grow? I want to sell it back to Spaceland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Spaceland Puerto Rico. <laughs> that was my original idea, man. My original idea is, hey, let's get sponsored uh, by Spaceland, open it up down there and do that. I don't want to be a DZO man. I want to I want to be a video guy. I don't want to run a drop zone. I want to set this thing up to run like a machine and have somebody take it over unless I really like it somehow. Like if I enjoy doing it, then I'll keep doing it. But I see I see, you see what happens, man. You get tired and you don't want to skydive anymore. I want to keep skydiving. So I got to find a way to make that thing work to where I can skydive more and not be as I guess not happy. That's Nick might happy. relocate as a manager if that were to happen. <laughs> I wish. Go. <laughs> He's like, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm wait, like, Tommy's our pilot. As long as I, as I can Tommy. just watch the ocean, I don't have to be or in Adam. it. Yeah, we're good. We love them both. <laughs> I've not been. I'm not very excited about the idea of ever being a manager for Spaceland. Not because uh, I, I love Spaceland, but because I watch the headaches that managers deal with, oh, it's, and it's I talk and deal with it's them. Managing, yeah. man, it's managing. It's not my favorite idea, and I, I, I respect but not envy their jobs. Um, but if Steve opened like skydive spaceland bahamas i'd probably consider management it would blow up spaceland puerto rico (laughs) would blow up (laughs) i think you have something there oh man i know i do five years from now you'll see i'll show them the cash flow they'll want it so what's what's the name of your drop zone la zona puerto rico skydiving the zone the zone the drop zone yes dope thank you what is the name again? La Zona Puerto La Rico Zona. Skydiving. Do you need help with a logo? It's done, thank okay. you. I'm working with <laughs> someone that you right. know. You probably know him too. Probably. So. She works with the same person. <laughs> no, she works for them, but it's that's all different the same. Yeah, yeah, different people. Yeah, there's uh, there's uh, a lot of graphic designers said and done the sport. Hell yeah, and uh, yeah, and there's a lot of really really good ones. Yes, um, there's good marketing teams out there too. Dude, uh, yeah. have you worked with James LeBerry at all? Uh, that's who I'm working with. Yeah, no, beyond marketing, James LeBerry, they are a dynamite group. Yeah. Um, I do some work I can't on the side wait to see everything. I do some work so on the side exciting. with SSK, yeah. and yeah. we're working with Beyond Marketing for some projects. Oh, man. I love it. So far, the and process with James. James, you're badass, bro. I love it. Top shelf. Top yeah, level. For sure. If you... Um, Leah was the one helping out with uh, the grab. <laughs> Leah Levy, she's badass, too. She's yes. got her hammocks and stuff. She sews. Yeah. That's oh, so yeah, cool. Yeah. Levity Nylon. Mm-hmm. Levity. Yeah, Levity Nylon. <coughs> nah. Love it. Nice. Yeah. It, it's uh, James and his team. It, it's super crazy to watch their process and understand how they do everything. It's great being part of the process. <laughs> I think it's uh, worth every penny so mm-hmm. far. So let's let's forego Spaceland Puerto Rico for one. Yeah, yeah, La Zona, La Zona. <laughs> let's do this. And let's just say it's just La Zona, and it's just you. Yeah. Caravan, Otter, how big would you want to go? We'll see, man. The, the it's a growing sport in Puerto Rico. So far, there's uh, been a drop zone able to maintain a King Air. 
to a certain uh, degree. And there's a Cessna drop zone with two Cessnas, and they're uh, they've always been there, won't stop being there. But I think the crowd will continue to grow where I can fit uh, any in a in a plane, anything from ten, hopefully eighteen passenger aircraft. But I, I'm gonna stick to the low numbers for now, just because I want to see it work before I talk talking shit, because I love to talk shit. And, uh, At some point in my I need life, need to be humble now. Some point in my life, we thought about opening a drop zone, Valerie and I, whether it was uh, turning one or whether it was starting our own, whatever the case may be. Uh, we've not ruled that decision out in our life, but probably not going to happen at this point. Why it's, not? It's, um, the passion versus the burden don't outweigh each other. Okay. And this would have been a retirement goal. Like we would, we would start a drop zone as a retirement being able to afford to pay a manager to run it, and it's just something yeah. we have on the side. See, yeah. Um, but we were more interested in in community, whether it's parks being back. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was talking to her about that earlier. I asked Val yeah. what she was doing, just project managing some civil, and I was like, Yeah. Or whether it's like working. Uh, I think in retirement, we're probably doing a lot of volunteering, working with people, community, and parks. Just you know, the things they say you're supposed to do to give back. Yeah. Um, we don't really get to do in our lifetime. And there's one thing I've learned about myself. And I think you'll, I, I think you identify with this very deeply. I have never been happier in my life than when I bring somebody else happiness. That is it's what teaching, man. drives me, man. Uh, you open their minds, <laughs> explosions, love it, yeah, orgasmic. Man. Sharing happiness. I Ooh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <I'm> like delay. <laughs> My microphone was far away. I'm sorry. Uh, Hank used to, Hank Hank moved back and forth between San Marcos when it was Skydive San Marcos and Spaceland when there was no other Spacelands. He went back and forth four times. At some point he was listed on our whiteboard as Hank four because he had been this was his fourth time working here. <laughs> and I used getting rehydered, we used to call that back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Except for he would just leave back and forth. He he wouldn't get fired. He wouldn't get he just he was always the grass is greener on the other side. And I would tell Hank, he's always been a great friend of mine. You, uh, He also had a broke butt bone during his coach course and had to lay on the Ouch. floor the entire time while he was getting his coach rating. That was a fun story. <laughs> um, uh, Hank, stop chasing happiness. You'll never find it. You need to make it. You need to make it. And I firmly believe that over the years, you need to make happiness. You can't really chase it down. Today, I believe it even more so. And, and for me, and this, this works for me for sure, making... <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Making happiness... That, that was malfunction. I'm sorry. Making happiness <laughs> is like... Uh, Nick, Nick will remember uh, when I introduced you to Carl. Carl Meyer, yep. Um, the, the, the pleasure that brought me, the, the, I made happiness. And it, the goal wasn't to make me happy. The goal was not to help me. The goal was to help my friend, but man, it, dude, the satisfaction it brought me. So making other people happy makes me happy. Yeah, and uh, for sure. I forget where we were going with making happiness, but teaching. I'm um, sharing it. passion. Probably not, but no. so, uh, I think you were talking about uh, y- the, your interest in managing or owning a drop zone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, we really, I just want to uh, help others, make other people happy. So whether it's helping people understand, share, and give back to parks whether it's helping in a community project, a homeless thing, a, a men's shelter, wh- whatever. Just helping You're thinking about fostering? Uh, yes, no. Why not? <laughs> um, yes, I've thought about it. No, it's not going to oh, happen. Oh, wait, sink, right? <laughs> Sinks? 
You're sink. You're a sink. Yes. No the dink. Foam? No, no, we're dinks. No, I'm a sink. You're a sink. I figured it out on the way home yeah, the yeah. other day. Mm. Dual income, no kids. <laughs> Dual single oh, income, taxes. no kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dinks. Uh, so no, I I don't have kids for a reason. Um, I don't want kids. I'm not interested in having kids. I do love kids. I yeah. do enjoy kids tremendously. I do well with the kids. The foster teenagers, no. Um, no, I know not not. Okay. And so. Uh, part of my foundation is is at this point I'm 46. I'm not saying no forever. Mm-hmm. When I turn 47, I can change my mind. I can change my mind yeah, any day. Sure. I'm open to change for sure. Yes. Um, but I grew up with a very Christian family who was very, 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 and still is to this day, very involved in the church. That involvement meant my parents worked with children and ministries in so many ways, and I was highly exposed to working with people in so many ways, including in foster care, including in good ways and bad ways and whatever. And I see a love and a passion for it, for sure. But that experience is not a burden Mm -hmm. I want to bring on. I don't want the responsibility. Dude, dogs. But you you just, you enjoy giving, for sure. Yes. So if I can do that in a lightly disconnected way, or in a completely disconnected way, I'd be so much happier. (laughs) Click, click, click. Yeah, turn it on, turn it (laughs) off. Yeah, I'll never turn it off, but I want to be able to leave. I want to be able to, you know what, honey? I'm done helping this this midget. Sorry, Nick, I'm pointing at you. It's fine. You're not wrong. This midget over here, kids being midgets. Um, let's go work in the park for the next year. It, the ability to change and do something different and be noncommittal, especially in retirement. I don't want the commitment. I'm not still saying no. Yeah, yeah. We don't want kids. We might decide to have kids next week. That's funny, but. Yeah, it might happen. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? You don't, you don't have the snip? No, man. You know my fear of doctors and stuff? <laughs> People cutting on me. Dude, it was the easiest procedure I've ever had. So I, I uh, this week, or last week, whenever I went to, it was last week I went to the doctor. Um, yeah, I, I've come to a conclusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You went full on rapper all of a sudden. <laughs> you just became Lil John telling me about the doctor. <laughs> so I went to the rapper. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, big fingers. <laughs> and then what happens? <laughs> Sorry. That's hilarious. I killed DJ. Oh, my grandma's <laughs> always does that. <laughs> <laughs> I've totally done Shiners that Shiners are good. Too. Yeah. It's like, where did that just come from? So I was kind of going to the doctor, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get accused of doing that. Hold on, what <laughs> is this? The elbow, the elbow, shoulder. My yeah, my uh, orthopedic surgeon. Yeah, the pinched nerve crap. Uh, it was a very positive experience. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and he said, "Don't worry, D- DJ. You're gonna be okay." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. (laughs) I love Lil Jon. Most influential rapper of our time. I'm just worried as soon as I tell any part of the story again. You did. I'm going to fuck it up. I'm sorry. No more story. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll stop. Take it easy, my inner Lil Jon. Oh my God. I need some whippets right now. I feel so much. (laughs) (laughs) Right hand, right foot, left hand, left foot. So my buddy is driving down this driveway, the length of the drop zone driveway. Yes. Are we back, back to a whippet story? Like screw the orthopedic story. He's in the driver's seat. The car's going neutral while he's on this whippet just cruising down the driveway. I shift it to neutral. And when he starts coming back to his world, <laughs> you talk about a confused <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've been to military hospitals my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's going on? Are we back to your orthopedist? Yes. 
Orthopedist. Orthopedist. Orthopedic surgeon. Orthopedic guy. Um, oh yeah, so my whole life I've <laughs> gone to military hospitals, and I think you understand this next thought process. Mm-hmm. Bedside manner is not a word that exists. I broke both my legs and my left arm in the... Wow, you're smart. It, it went to a skateboard. How was not as tough as a curb. Curb wow. whipped my knees. Yeah. Um, the room they set my bone in, my arm, the room that they saw me and observed me in, I was in a hospital where there were tons of people next to me. It was all open. It was. It's not the, the best experiences. Um, when they need to sew on you, they don't gently sew you for stitches. Like I have stitches in my chin. They didn't gently sew. They literally just grab a chunk of skin, pull it out, and whip it together. Yeah. It's it's horrible. So I think I my fear of dying... Dude, same scar right right there, dude. Yeah. Like four stitches. Yeah, man. Same thing. I was five years old. We were playing on a porch swing. I leaned over the back and I just... I was five, poof. too. Dude, what's up? We're brothers. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. What were you doing? Uh, porch swing. Leaning over the back as we were swinging and... Oh, man. I was trying to show off. Yeah. There was a round bench and they had a tree in it and it was just like that. So what we would do is we would run, jump, and land sitting down just like that cool right so of course i had to show off i did the 360 mm. landed <laughs> on my chin there was a girl around wasn't there of course man you know <laughs> pink next thing i know i'm waking up in the hospital docs giving me a sticker superman sticker because he stitched me up he didn't know you could fly yet though <laughs> exactly i've been flying for a long time man uh so yeah my fear of doctors i think comes from really crappy could you imagine the military doctors you dealt with is all i dealt with for the first 20 some years of my life I'm surprised you're alive, man. I, uh, Vaccines every... Did you ever lose your shot records? I lost it a couple times. No, I, dude, I still have my shot records from growing up, and I will not lose those because... How many shots I got over because I lost my shot records? It's insane. Yeah, I got like the anthrax 12 times. Did you uh, ever it's get stationed like overseas? Yeah, man. All those shots you got to get just a trial. It's ridiculous, That's why man. I'm talking about that anthrax, man. The first yeah. time I went, uh, it was like six shots, and they said, where's your record for the second time? I was like, I lost it up six more, buddy. The nurse I didn't get it though. I guess that's good, right? The nurse, the the my, I'm getting. What sh- was the shot for? Anthrax. Oh yeah, I'm getting these shots, and my dad says, "Don't worry, son, they're not gonna hurt." And the nurse is like, "Oh, don't you listen to him, shot? It's gonna burn like fire." I'm not kidding one bit. Some of them. Burn, she was man. that emphatic about it. So and I'm like, oh, "What the? F-? <laughs> this is." So I mean, I, you gotta feel bad, like doing her job. You gotta feel bad at some point when the parents come and say, "Oh, don't worry, honey, it's gonna be fine." They're like, "Oh yeah, okay." My parents wouldn't lie to me, and now you're the monster (laughs) who's making it hurt. Like you're the fucking, you're the asshole that made it bad when your parents said it wasn't gonna be. Surely you've got to feel better when you warn the kid. I, uh, dude, that was not the type of warning you give a kid. I mean, this lady was pretty. I was mild. Um, because I generally felt racist saying it that way, but that I'm, I was just straight up emulating how she spoke. And it was, it was way more emphatic than that. It was crazy. Um, but man, I've been getting physicals lately. It's what you do when you get old, right? Yeah. And the those, finger, buddy, you gotta feel I it. haven't had one of them yet, man. And not man, the finger. The army, you're you missing the best part. So much time. Dude, I was 18 years old. All they're feeling is for like a little bump. So I'll let them tickle you. I was 18 years old when I was first diagnosed with hemorrhoids and you do not want that, uh, I'm sure the finger wave is okay. Yeah. Because that is not a polite uh No, it's not. Inspection, what's that word? Yeah, that was good. Not not it is an inspection. <laughs> <that's> a sexual <laughs> favor, I think. <laughs> a, Some people they they <laughs> cream themselves. I didn't have that. <laughs> oh really? Though. That happens? Milk I, the that's prostate. Amazing. Of course fake news, you know, somebody somebody shot somebody because it felt good. 
I dude, I hope that that's true. So I really badly. do too. You know, the guy uh, uh, comes back and shoots the doctor. He made me a faggot. What? I, uh, <laughs> I'm mean? definitely gonna feel super awkward if that happens, <laughs> but I'm probably not gonna shoot you over it. I might come back for a follow up. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're idiot. saying, if hold on, like wait, this actually happened. I need to make sure. No, I'm, I'm this telling story. you, it's <laughs> fake news. I don't know. I, I just, read it. I just want to boil this down. So I'm making sure that I'm understanding the story. The story goes that a doctor put his finger in the dude's b-hole. Yes. Like their G-spot, Ho- Homeboy right? yes. ejaculates. Has There's a, good a spot there for us. I haven't felt Apparently. it, though. But homeboy, he has a good one. He has a good one. <laughs> and now the do- he goes back and goes murders, home, murders the doctor. Still upset. Grabs something. Because the doctor back. turned him gay by putting yes. his finger in his tushy. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. Before doctor did him a great service. He <laughs> did, man. You imagine now you know how to so come another right. way. That'd be great if I can like pinch my toe and come. That'd be great. That <laughs> <laughs> way you have to go to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Let me take my shoe off. What are you doing? Ah, uh, right got one in. Sorry, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> got one in. Got one out. <laughs> you got me. Uh, oh my God! This little piggy went to whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I had the greatest time recording that uh, voiceover for the Gravity Lab. For the film festival, you entered a a, a video in the film festival that did pretty well. It did well, man. You you placed third, I think? Yeah, third, third. That's awesome. Behind uh, my man uh, Jeb or Jed. And. And Patty, Patty's video is pretty awesome too. That was hilarious. Is she it on your Facebook in. or just on your? It's the gram. Uh, the okay. Facebook. I don't use it anymore. Everybody keeps telling me, "What's up with your Facebook?" I said, "I thought okay. I logged it's that thing. I platform. thought I deleted it. Okay, I thought I, but I guess though. I'm on there Facebook and people. I see all your pictures on Facebook. I said, "I don't even know." What it's not I dead. It's just Facebook. dying. I don't even know, but it's more me not wanting to be on the social media. I want to have an intention when I'm on the yes. social media, but I don't. I'm taking a shit just scrolling, bro. Yeah, great times. Yeah. I know Twitter through Instagram. Instagram's I like to read. It's horrible. I, I, I should have gone on Twitter before Instagram, but Twitter, Instagram gives. I like pictures. I like looking at pictures, and mm-hmm. sometimes I read. I like to read. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that when people started reading, writing and reading books, that it was treated with the same like demonization that's happening with like our phones and social media right now. I mean, there's that the book. bad books, the ones that yeah f- gave uh, you the truth. You what know? was the fire one where they threw all the books in a pile and they set them on fire? Everybody, everybody oh, who conquers uh, somebody burns their books. Uh, so and so's library that I can't think of. Schindler's Alexandria. No, no. I thought it was called Fire Something Something, but I don't know. But I'm yeah, but it. they would burn books because they're like, all oh, this stuff is fake news before fake news was a, yeah, was yeah, a term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even like, do you think that their parents, like the parents of the first generation to read books, do you think they're like, oh, you're just sitting in here rotting your brain with those books? Mm. Like, For sure. You blah, need blah, to blah. go outside and and experience mm, life the like field, the rest. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, do something in the field. Because I'm right? sure that radio had that same criticism. I know that TV okay. had that same criticism. The internet certainly had that same criticism. Uh, writing, radio, TV, and now internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I just wonder, uh, you know, is it... Is it just part of a natural evolution that's happening? Like, w- when I think, I think so. about... So, At like, least from the start of writing. Now, it's like reading is championed as like this thing that smart people do, right? 
It's like, oh, well, oh, I like if you're trying to justify some stupid shit that you're like that you said, <laughs> oh, well, I read this article yeah. about it, right? Yeah. Like if you course. say, I read about it, for some reason it makes you're you seem smarter. smarter. For sure. It's like, oh, yeah, I, uh, I was reading this book. Oh, I read this thing. It's like, it's, it's championed <laughs> as like this. This I didn't watch it. In the hierarchy yeah. of intake I of information. I didn't see it. Yeah, right. I, I heard it, but, it has always been the but, lie. I mean, but can you imagine <laughs> it's like, if oh, yeah. when, when, when written language was figured out of like, hey, Bill, you can write all this down in these characters and then you can pass the things that you meant to say on to this other person. Oh, yeah, I could do that. But at the same time, if you could record a movie at the same time, I bet you he would have picked the movie. Yeah, like, I could describe it a lot better. Yeah, it's like, hey, let let me show you, let me talk, you hear the tone, you'll hear it how I said it. Mm -hmm. And so I I do feel weird that reading is so glorified. Although, I love books whenever I can really understand what they're saying, and it's so descriptive, and I see this mental image. You just go into it, you're in the flow of the book. So there are, like, good writers, obviously, and there's really bad writers you don't get the story i listened to to an author talk about this recently about how he listened to someone else read his audiobook and he was like it fucking drove me crazy they didn't say it right they didn't uh they the words didn't come out from their voice the way they came out from my mind which is it's funny to think about that one voiceover person fucking it up but it's like well that happens probably in the mind of every person that reads the book they take it in this in this different way so it's like Man, am I lazy because I like audiobooks instead of reading books? Am I am I an idiot because instead of reading a book, I'd rather watch a documentary about about the subject? I, I, this is just my justification. You're just I, don't, I don't have three of them. You forgot about the. Internet. I don't have you time to read them all together. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. Netflix has that documentary about that thing that I wanted to read the book about, but oh, now man. I get pictures. <laughs> yeah, food. But if I told you in a conversation, dude, I read this book about it, I automatically sound smarter than if I tell you. <laughs> I yes, watched this Netflix documentary. Sure. I read a couple books that you've. Uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one. Bam, that's the book. About oh, this is a more okay. Books. Okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I uh, I think it's the investment of oh, reading you, a book. It's but idiots can write books. I could write a book. <laughs> that's exactly right. And that's I crazy. hate when I pick up a book and Man. I'm like, oh, this is going to be really good. And it's oh, super yeah. shitty. Yeah, yeah because. Yeah. D- Anyone can write down words, mm-hmm. and just because it's written, like I think it's a really great idea or a really great way to sneak ideas into someone else's brain is write it down, because now they're hearing your words in the voice that's inside of their head. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like your own idea. It's a conspiracy. So <laughs> books are they're getting conspiracy. us through the books, man. The yes. first uh, bam yes, books. Oh, what's the what's the word? What's the word when they're trying to spread pop propaganda? The first propaganda was all printed stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what newspapers were. Mm-hmm. So it started or something? Yeah. No, it started with Basic- hieroglyphs. Basically, this guy, I forget <laughs> his Egyptians, name. Fucking math in the ass. I've seen the fifth element. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Multipass. Multipass. <laughs> Multipass. <laughs> What's his name? Corbin Dallas. <laughs> Corbin. <laughs> what a great film. Yeah, that movie's <laughs> off the hook. Uh, Chris Rock is great in that movie, too. Oh, I forgot he was in that movie. He's Chris, the, the talk show host. No, it's Chris Tucker. Chris, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Yeah. Oh, Chris who did Tucker. you say? Chris, I saw Chris, Chris Rock. Tucker. Chris yeah. Rock is yeah. Chris Tucker. I was like, what the? Yeah, he does that great uh, host. Uh, Chris Rock is good, and I'm going to get you, sucker. You ever yeah. see that movie? No, I can't remember it right oh now. Oh, my God. But it's I know it's a movie. Yeah. Do you know the movie? What is it? I'm going to get you, sucker. I don't think so. It's what uh, year is it? It's definitely an older movie. Uh, look it up there, Miss Miss Elsa. I'm going to get one? you, sucker. I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah, and uh, Chris Rock is super young, and at some point he's like, hey, how much for a rib? No, no, just one rib. How much for Coke? Screw the cup. Pour it in my hand. 
and the guy finally charges like you got changed for a hundred and he's got a stack of a hundreds. It's a really horribly nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. It's a, it's not the best movie in the world, but it is hilarious. So D-rated movies, I loved them. I had a friend, Lawrence Hardway. We used to watch shitty ass movie in Afghanistan, and we'd pick the worst. Like you'd see the mic, you'd see makeup falling off of these, but it's still what they had for to produce it. So that's what they did. And it's horrible movies, but somehow you enjoy them. It's weird in life, huh? Just like shitty jumps sometimes. They're so shitty, but you still. Have fun. What's the worst skydive you've been on? What's the man when that people you felt did, the worst? You know, about? I love teaching, but those have been the scariest ones too, man. Just when people get out of control, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, dude, you better pull. Here comes that training. Yeah, hopefully. So far, so good. There, yeah, theirs and yours, right? Yeah, but I've also had students that afterwards they get not better. They degress, and yeah. Oh, they've been uh, they've been studying my uh, progression, huh? Or more <laughs> regression, dude. Yeah. I'm so good at like getting decent at a thing and then becoming far worse at it. That's at the top of my skill. The more set. you practice, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I'm kind of getting, I'm kind of getting it. Let me mess that up forever. <laughs> yeah. Great. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not a natural flyer. I'm not a natural skydiver in any sense. You ever lose a student? As in, I didn't save the person; he saved himself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what, what, tell me the story, how did it happen? What was, what was going on? Um, we don't have to know when and where it's just, yeah, general uh, just, uh, once you uh, get them to level three and level four, man, yeah, level threes and level fours, they just, uh, I guess it happened earlier, not later. Cause Good. now I'm scared as shit to yes. let keep people go. So I don't let them go just to let them go. Like I used to. You know, you're just like, ah, they got to figure it out. They'll figure it out. They got to earn that release, right? Yeah, Yeah. but now they have to earn the release for sure. I don't let go until I don't, well, I try not to let go until I don't feel anything. I think I had my rating for maybe three or four months when I had my first real oh my fuck moment. Mm -hmm. And the dude was like a whatever degree black belt karate instructor, super (laughs) aware of his body. Everything was flawless. He was the best student, probably one of the best students to this day that I might have seen. But at pull time after flips, it was jump eight wasn't here. Oh, so nice but flips! So he did killer flips, crushed his flips. Back. At pull time, I'm back on his side, about from me to you, um, so eight feet away maybe. Yeah. And I'm there because this guy's solid. He doesn't need me, and mm-hmm. we teach in courses. Be in that slot. Be there. You never know. And that dude, as he went to pull, de-arched, tumbled, and he'd never been out of control in freefall before in his life, and he spazzed out mm. and i had no chance of catching him and yeah. thankfully he deployed three five ish um because i don't know if i was ever gonna catch him and i, I like i would have caught scared. this guy i think i would have caught this guy but he had been opening no matter what on time every time mm-hmm. so when i would start to chase him he would be spinning out of control looking at his altimeter so I'm like, okay, he's watching that shit. He's about to, yep, he's about to. So I stay away and they pull and then he was good. Yeah. I'm with you. But it was not fun for sure because then you got to land and talk to these folks and go, yo, dude, you know, you got to do this and do this. And I think it, man, it's horrible because now I suck, right? I, I, I didn't, he's going to look at me and go, ah, I'm not good enough to, he wasn't good enough to get to me and supposed to save my life. And then that's what I think scared him off. And it's like, fuck, man, I fucked up. Yeah, I felt bad after that. I even brought Elvin along with me. (laughs) 
Man, I want to. Elvin, that was your first STP job, bro. That was insane. He quit on us. I That's w- all right. I want to park. <laughs> I want to park on that statement for one second, and it's because you said you think it's possible somebody didn't continue skydiving because you weren't good enough of an instructor that day. Yeah, man, he didn't feel his life was gonna be saved if he kept fucking up. I wish people would understand that a little bit more because so. Who comes to the drop zone to be belittled, to be demeaned, to be told they're bad? No to one, suck? man. They're coming to be badasses. Right. And for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> they come here to live. Photos fulfill- are didn't happen. I hate those the most. Mm-hmm. They come here, here to for fulfill the gram, a dream. You, but I'll still teach you. Yeah. And do we get man, it's some of those Chinese it might change gals them. who come around with their video guys following them all day. That's just been ridiculous. Wait, they have like designated video people? Uh, like basically, their it's their boy flavor of the moment is my interpretation oh that my they get to follow them around with their phone camera all day. I and mean, like, I wonder uh, how that conversation went down. Like, um, here's my phone. You're going to film me the whole day. Like, it's really. Have you met men? I don't we are know. idiots. <laughs> <laughs> film me. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Anything you say. Okay. All right. I mean, it's you. You gals have a pretty powerful hold on on. I some thought of you oh were going to say. Yeah, me too. I thought you were going to say you girls have a pretty powerful hole. Period. I thought that's what you were going to say. That is also true. Did, did you think you were gonna say my mind stopped there too? Okay. And he kept going. Okay, good. Like, Thank God he kept going. I feel like less of a monster. I cannot argue that fact at all, though. I mean, it, it is a powerful <laughs> device. Oh, oh man. Right. All the device <laughs> so great. <laughs> a flashlight. <laughs> it's a wonderful unit. See what it feels like to get broke on <laughs> yeah, the I'm laying down. It's, a, it's fucking <laughs> it's a, It's great, man. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, oh, dude. Uh, man, I wish people understood that that we're here to help people fulfill their dreams, to chase their lifestyles, to chase yeah, their dreams. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. That's it. This is it. They, they, they might not know everything. They not, might not know exactly what it's going to open up for them. But if it does, look at us, man. We're all fucking here. We love this shit. Whatever you like, whatever you like, whatever you like, whatever I like, we're here for that reason. I, I want to show people that maybe that whatever they're looking for might be here too. And if it's here, yo, stick to it. You're going to enjoy it. And if not... You know, there's uh, bowling and stuff like that, too, you know? <laughs> That's pretty fun. Yeah. I love bowling. I mean, bowling is cool, but... It is. It's fucking... <laughs> the Anything greatest. you stick three fingers in is a good time. Anything. <laughs> hey I almost repeated that. <laughs> uh, man, remember, people, uh, to have a compassion for people, to, to be compassionate about what you do. Uh, I do see you have a lot of return students. I do see a lot of your students get their licenses, and I don't think there it's going to There was four of them on this plane today. How beautiful is that to it. see your effect on our oh generation? Oh, my God. It was so great, even though they did the stupidest shit. But <laughs> Who here did the stupidest shit when they were a young jumper? Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Me, Everybody, man. Oh, Elsa's raising her hand. I got scars, hands. Okay, man. I got scars yeah. of the stupid shit I did, you know? So it's okay. It was funny as hell. We all laughed it off. So Man, I have skipped off the tarmac at Elsinore in front of everybody right next to a running plane. So, woohoo! Man, how I survive. Uh, people commonly ask me how I have patience for dealing with some of these dumb people. I'm like, yeah, I you gotta know it. how retarded you are, yeah. you know? Like, it's just because you think you're explaining it right doesn't mean the person's understanding it right. Yeah. You know, some people need to hear one plus one, and other people, need I don't know. Two minus one. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Boom. Yeah, and that works for them. 
Yeah, because your analogy of coffee earlier, yeah. and then your other coffee analogy, and weed. Um, <laughs> what was the other analogy? One the, brings me up, one puts me back down. Arcade thing. Oh, like the arcade. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, I made those all, up all on great the spot, to do after baby. bowling. <laughs> right. Yes. Or coffee, or weed, and arcade. Yeah. Or I was thinking bowling and arcade, but all of those things. Do whatever you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Live your life. <laughs> Mix it up. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> one, one of the unfortunate parts about this show is it's that time. You oh, are. Uh, yeah. Some guests go by way too quickly. Uh, yeah. You're one of them. Mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. make me a promise. Yeah. You'll come back to visit us here in Houston again. I have yeah, to. That's part of the plan of the drop zone. Part of the plan of the La Zona is we need to remember that we need to go take a vacation, go see other stuff, and then bring that reinvigorated spirit back to La Zona and make La Zona the place it, why it's going to be called La Zona because it's going to be badass. Oh, man, I, I look forward to you coming back and visiting. Hopefully you can come back and share what the I'm going to send everybody done. here, man. When everybody asks me, hey, where do I need to go to learn something? Dude, go to Spaceland. Man. It's the place you want to be. It's uh, And if you ever need anybody to come there to help with courses, I'm positive we know some people who can help with courses. Yeah, yeah I think I know um, some people who know some people. I have <laughs> I, I have people who travel for courses. This might be one I travel for. Oh, like, uh, yeah. If you need someone to come crash in the sand near where the drop zone is. The can count on you. I need I'm a sure, video yeah, guide for these courses. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason for the 206 and not the 182. It's because of the video. Yeah. Man, <laughs> anything else you want to share with your friends' family as we get moving along? Man, I love everybody. I love you guys. Spaceland, thank you for all this. TRC, thank you for all this. Uh, you, uh, Mr. DJ, thank you for having me here. Nick, man, you're freaking you're an inspiration to everybody. You Just know, don't know it. when Felipe yeah, told right. me he was, uh, well, maybe not right away, but I, I posed a hypothetical <laughs> question to Felipe. I said, man, pretend you're a drop zone manager <laughs> and one of your best guys, multi-rated guy, super competent, hardworking, really skillful. You find out that this guy is going to go do his own thing. How do you talk this guy out of it so you can hang on to him? And not that I meant to talk Felipe out of his dreams because, you know, I really want everyone to, you know, I think Spaceland has been a, you know, a stepping stone for me. My the the next stone just happens to be inside yeah. of the space land oh, still, yeah. but uh, I want everyone to to keep progressing. But man, you do a really good job, and uh, we'll be missing you for sure. Hey, I'm gonna miss this place. Come back. <laughs> they all come back. They all do. They all do. <laughs> I've seen it in the little time I've been here. LJ. Oh, that's right. That's my. That's me. <laughs> LJ. Yeah, when uh, her and Justin were training together, uh, at some point LJ I became. Uh, nickname isn't it EJ? LJ, um, because Elsa. Something. I don't, well, know. No, I don't know. E Who's Ebola? I don't know. <laughs> no, e. it was just it was my Mr. Yeah. E. All of a sudden. No, oh, Mr. that's P. right. P. I mean, that's what, what if I was a rigid Mr. P? <laughs> Elsa, you got anything? I, I can no longer call Miss Elsa. Is that better? No, I get yeah. LJ now. Yeah. Yeah. I get so what now. you got, girl? Um, How you doing? It was so nice to know you for <laughs> so a like bit. She's dying. <laughs> and well, you know, God. hang out with you, but oh yeah, and yeah, it's a pleasure. You're gonna do great things. You'll live I on know. in our memories. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, love having you around. I think you're a phenomenal instructor. Thank I think you. any of your students who go to your drops and will be blessed because you have an exponential effect on the process. Now, uh, white girl, play that funky music, buddy. Best of luck in the world. Thank Kick you. butt. Do a great job. Next week is Thanksgiving. We are off for Thanksgiving. You might have to turn the computer volume up some. Uh, we are we are off for Thanksgiving. Uh, we will be back the week after. Hopefully, we'll have Mister. Uh, what was that thing? Asped. 
back on the show. Oh, Mr. Michael Fiala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Till then, Grand Lab Radio. Check out hashtag the bike dog to find out more about our next guest. Get the fuck out of my house. La zona, motherfuckers. La zona, buñeta. Arriba. Brother, man, thank you so much. Dude.